0: Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle joining us tonight. In our, I call it a guest co-host because this gentleman brought songs tonight. Yes, he's going to be my co-host. I don't know. I don't know this guy very well. We're going to find out uh, more about him, but uh, I've kind kind of worked with him. And
2: uh, I'd say we we worked. Directly together, absolutely. Okay, I love that. Look at that. Come on,
1: man! Right absolutely. Uh, the voice you're hearing is uh, Rob Mills. Rob, how are you doing?
2: I'm great. How are you, Pat? I,
1: I am good. Now, Rob, we met on the show uh, Greatest Hits. Yes. An ABC show. Mm-hmm. And tell the folks what was what is your title on Greatest Hits? What were, what were you doing? What was your capacity? Well, my
2: my title is actually I am the senior vice president of alternative series and specials okay. and late night at ABC, which basically means anything that's unscripted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am in charge of.
1: And so your big shows would be like uh, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette.
2: The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars, Shark Tank. Uh, we did a bunch of game shows. I know you're a big fan. Oh, yeah, of yeah. Match Game we yep. did this summer, yep. which was great. Jimmy Kimmel Live, uh, the Oscars, the AMAs, the Billboard Awards.
1: Wait, so you work on all the fun
2: shows. All the f- Oh, this is this is it. I mean, this is I, my, my whole. I grew up. Wanting to do what I'm doing now and then speak on a podcast about Van Halen. <laughs> Classic Van Halen. So right now, I mean, that, that's it. So I'm, I'm ready to go right now.
1: Now, here's what, here's what caught my attention um, when you would be on the set of Greatest Hits. Mm-hmm. Is I see this guy and they go, oh, that's Rob. He's, you know, he's from ABC. And you uh, are, are not a stuffy guy. Yeah, or what? What people no, might I appreciate think. Appreciate that. Thank in, yeah, you. Right. What, yes. What people might think in exa- mm-hmm. how, if you were if you were gonna if you was gonna be central casting mm-hmm. a studio executive, that is not you. Right. Because you you are. You were moving and grooving in the music. You Mm -hmm. were singing along. Mm -hmm. I might have seen an air guitar or a fist pump. pump.
2: Absolutely, yes.
1: Uh, I watch you climb under a gate to get in here. That's true. I I tell our guests to park in back. We have a gate, Mm -hmm. Rob crawls under the gate like a hooligan.
2: That's right, yes. Uh,
1: Then, Rob, the day that Rick Springfield came to Mm -hmm. rehearse, I look at you, and you've got a, a, an LP copy of Working Class Dog to yes. get autographed. Mm-hmm. I love this. is all right in my wheelhouse. No. This is exactly the kind this of this is why we do
2: this, man. That I do. Come on, absolutely. That's right. So I was like, well, I was on when. Um David Wilde, who wrote with us and worked on the show, yeah. said, you know, Pat's got a podcast and he had Terry Nunn on of Berlin last time. I was like, oh man, that is, I love what you do. Well,
1: well that was like, what was cool about that is like uh, someone had, uh, someone had dropped out and I was like, I just interviewed Terry Nunn last night. She would be
2: perfect.
3: Yes, uh, that's right.
1: And, uh, and you said, uh, what does she look like? Yeah. <laughs> so I showed you the picture. you was and you're great. Like, fantastic. She's, yeah.
2: she's She looks fantastic. She's sat
1: in that very chair that you're oh, sitting in right man, now. Man, I'm not worthy. She showed up here and we drank a bottle of wine. Oh, that was her beverage of choice. She said, I, I want a bottle Jack of wine. And Coke, but well, that's what we're doing. Good, we're, yes. we're drinking Jack
2: and Coke. Red wine or white wine? Did Terry It was a red wine. A red wine. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, let me ask you something. Uh, the, uh, of, of course, people already know that our, our topic tonight is going to be a Diamond David Lee Roth. We're going to start with classic mm-hmm. Van Halen. We'll go into his solo material. Um, is Van Halen your favorite band?
2: Van it you know, it's interesting. I grew up in Connecticut. And okay. Connecticut is really, you know, one. It, it, it is the heart and soul of classic rock, right there. We had a, a radio station called WCCC. Uh, if you remember the movie Private Parts, Howard Stern went there, uh, and it was a great classic. We mm-hmm. had that, and we had WHCN, which was we had C mm-hmm. CCC, and you know, it's it's really all classic rock. So for me, the two that I would sort of go between was was Van Halen and then Pink Floyd. Wow. Those were those were sort of my two. So it was very different. You know, you'd yeah, go yeah. through those phases where... I'd just sit and listen to The Wall every night for six, seven months, and then you get tired of that, and then I'd go back, and I'd listen to Van Halen 1 and 2, and then, you know, so it it just, it would go back and forth. But it was really, those were the big ones, but really all classic rock.
1: But currently, though, your Twitter feed, mm-hmm. uh, David Lee Roth doing the, the splits in the air, is is your well,
3: picture.
2: Dave, Dave is, is different than, than the band Van Halen. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dave was also... Okay, So I was 10 when 1984 came out. So I actually That's started, crazy. I started at the end and then went back because this was right when, you know, music videos hit yeah. and everything. And, and you just, saw, you know, Dave was just, I mean, you know, for for a 10-year-old he a boy, he's everything you want to be, you know. I mean, the guy <laughs> is just everything about it. He's an entertainer. He's fun. Yeah. He's, you know, girls love him. Guys are in awe of him. He, you know, he was so cool. I mean, things he could do, you know, just little things that you couldn't do nowadays. Like, you look at that right. Panama video, he's riding his motorcycle without a helmet. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so so Dave is somebody that just was like, this guy was was the coolest. He was your gym teacher, mm-hmm. your sex ed teacher, Your, ta- you know, I mean, just just everything about him. And
1: you mentioned uh, Jimmy Kimmel was one of the shows you work on. So you got to meet Dave when Van Halen did the uh, play it on the streets?
2: I did. I met Dave... One, then, and I met him at the Billboard Music Awards when we played. And I met him, uh, I had worked, I, I started uh, working at CAA, mm-hmm. which is a, a talent agency. And the guys in the music department knew I was a massive fan. And yeah. this is when Dave was, you know, was not back with Van Damme. Right, he was doing right. his own thing. And he was taping a special for a VH1 Classic okay. called David Lee Roth's Fourth of July Christmas Party, which <laughs> I think didn't <laughs> oh. even air. And no, now I've never even there's heard a, of it. like I think... He, um, it's floating around YouTube. He finally released it. It's, it's the most bizarre. It's you know, it's Dave thinking he's uh, you know Luis Bunwell or something. It's a very very bizarre thing. But but I met him there, and it was it, it was a surreal experience.
1: Well, you've seen that David Lee Roth film on YouTube where he's a, a Japanese assassin. That's
2: oh that that one that that's also crazy too. Yeah,
1: but yeah. he almost you watch that and you go oh I think he could maybe. A heavy in like a movie,
2: no, I think he could have. I think yeah. that there was a you know, and there was that half a minute he was on The Sopranos, and yeah. he was, you know, I, I still think that there's something that that could come up for him
1: now. What's he like in person? Because I feel like he talks in sound bites, or he talks, he, he
2: talks in sound yeah. bites. He's very, you know, I had a um, I had a very brief moment with him after the Billboard Awards, uh-huh. when we were flying back. Um, Tel-Ax and, uh, and you know, like you said, you know, I was dressed in a sweatsuit You never would have known I was a network <laughs> So I went to him and said, "Oh, you know, right. the ratings were great last night, Dave. They're fantastic." And he he sort of he said, "Oh, yeah, you know, he recognized me." He said, yeah, well, "Yeah, what do you do?" And I said, "Oh, you know, I run you know on, on all the specials and alternative series for ABC." Mm-hmm. And he immediately got serious. He said, "Oh, well." come step in my office and he said, you know, I'd love to host this thing or, you know, and I'll come and I'll, I'll work. I'll be there wow. a, a week early. So there's, there's also the, the business side of Dave too, as well. So he was wasn't, he
1: wasn't giving you a bozy, bozy bop and all that no, kind of, it,
2: but he did do that when he, when he shot that, when we were there, he was shooting that 4th of July Christmas mm-hmm. thing. You know, he knows when people are watching him and he said, you know, somebody said, Oh, you know, Dave, they were getting meals for everyone. I said, Dave, what do you want to eat? And he said, Oh, I I want a uh, cowgirl pizza with with booty (laughs) toppings. I'm on a diet. And he did, you know, so there's the Diamond Dave persona. And then there's the very, yeah, it was ridiculous. Especially it was that time. I don't know if you remember. It was was right after he did that tour with Sammy Hagar. Yeah. And he was spraying on the hair. And he looked, it it was really, really sick. You know, again. Did
1: you see that tour?
2: Oh, I saw that tour. I saw. It, I mean, quick story about that tour because okay. it's crazy. Because
1: I did. I saw it at the Universal Amphitheater. That's,
2: so, so I saw it at the Universal Amphitheater. I think I went both nights. But believe it or not, that was a tour. It, it was. It was sold out. And like usually sold out, you can still get tickets. Yeah. You could not get tickets. No. So a friend of mine, this was, I was still at CAA, and he said, "Don't worry, we're getting you tickets. We know this is important to you." And the night of the concert comes, he goes, "I can't believe this, but we can't get you tickets." Oh my and it was like, you know, it, 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 was, he said, I can't believe I have to tell you this. I mean, he was <laughs> devastated. So I said, Well, you know what? I'm, there's no way there's not tickets there. Yeah. I'm sure there's a day of, t-. so I go to the box office and he go, and the guy goes, um, it, No, I'm telling you, we don't have, we don't, because I, I was by myself. I said, yeah. Look, I'm a single. I, I'll take one. Whatever. I just want to get in have, the building. We don't have any tickets. So then, this guy. So I'm standing around the box office, and this guy from 95.5 KLOS, goes, "I need anybody who won the radio contest. We brought the list for tomorrow night. We don't have tonight's list. Who won the radio contest?" <laughs> so I go, "Oh, I, I was one of the winners." He goes, "Okay, yeah, come with me." That's
1: exactly what I would have done too. Anyway, I, I, I
2: said, love "Yeah, it. I want." You know, it was great. So Sammy had this thing. If you remember the tour, there was a thing. On stage, yeah. where it was, he would, he had his little crew. He was trying to make it, I think, like the Cabo Wabo yeah, like Cantina a, a or whatever. A mini Cabo Wabo. M- on a mini stage. Cabo Wabo. So they escort me and this group of people who actually had one, who were, who were honest people mm-hmm. like me, on stage. You were on stage. And I was, so I won't go from not getting a ticket to being on stage. <laughs> and it was crazy and i that remember is insane. it was insane and I, I remember again so you've seen you saw me at Grace yeah. hit so i'm you know rocking yeah, yeah. out and i remember getting who seems this guy seemed like the nicest guy michael anthony comes out and mm-hmm. plays and you could see he really appreciated yes. that that i was getting into it and everything mm-hmm. he was just just seems like such a nice guy yes he really does and uh it was great it was one of the greatest you know nights and then um, it's funny So then they they give you a ticket Because Dave doesn't have anyone on stage For Dave's portion of the tour no, it was just him and, and remember me. Dave they, they would switch opening each night So Sammy yeah. was opening that night And Dave was closing
1: That's the night I, That's the show I saw I saw when Dave closed
2: So Dave So they put us up And remember Universal Had sort of the floor section Then you had the, the little sections of us So we were in the 100 section Okay Which was above the floor And uh, floor was open There was, It wasn't seating It was just open Open standing mm-hmm. room So I remember too. They're similar to crawling under the gate, jumping from 100 onto the floor, so I could be on the floor. Crawling under the gate again. It's basically the same thing. Yes, (laughs) jumping on the floor so I could see Dave, because uh, that was really I was so excited Mm -hmm. that Dave was because if you remember, this was 2002. Yeah. So this was he played all Van Halen songs. Well, because it was sort of like you know you had the debacle in '96. Yeah. And then they finally cut ties with Sharon around ninety nine, and there were all the they, they clearly they had gotten together with Dave, I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. So they did this tour, but Dave was clearly getting ready; like he was in full Van Halen reunion yes, mode, absolutely. So um, yeah, he played all Van all Halen, Halen songs. He didn't play anything. S- straight he played up it classic was straight Van Halen, great Van Halen, yeah, and it was great. And there was something where. I think it was that tour, and was so interesting because you get all these mixed messages. Like Valerie Bertinelli went and told people, "Oh yeah, you should go see Dave. He sounds great. He's playing all the old songs." I was like, yeah. "Oh my God, they're going to get back together. This is going to be great." And then, but he did this tour with Sammy. Yeah. It was so weird.
1: Is it hard to be a Van Halen fan, like if they're one of your favorites? Because it's very dysfunctional.
2: You know, it's hard, but then you sort of get. It, it's like that. It's like the band. You get older, and you realize that's dysfunction is part of life. Yeah. Like you don't get. I mean, I remember. 1996. So again, like I said, I'm 10 years old. 1984 happens. And it's like the greatest thing that's ever happened. I mean, it's so cool. When you're 10 years old, you got this album cover with the baby with the cigarette and these videos. And it's just the cool, you know, it just felt like this entree into what it must be like to be, you know, 18 years old. Right. I mean, it was just fantastic. Uh, and then they break up the next year.
1: And you can't believe it. You and you can't 10 believe old, it. are like what? this is it. My no, whole life
2: is over. And then you gotta wait nine years and I go through, you know, look, I like the Dave Zola stuff, I like the Van Halen the, the Van Hangar stuff. Yeah. I mean, it was both great. But then in nineteen ninety six this re I mean, I, I will you know, it's one of those I remember exactly where I was and I remember sitting in my living room. Yeah. I just moved out here, graduated school and was in was in film school at the time and it was that September. Dennis Miller was hosting the VMAs, and this, and they come out, and it's you know Dave and Mike and Alex and Eddie, and you can't believe, it. and you think yeah. this is the beginning of stage two. But then when Van you watch Haley. it
1: now, it looks like
2: no. You see, you see everything it now. Going but, but
1: at that time, you were like, "This is amazing! There they are. They're this up there is together."
2: Amazing, and it's and you, but you see. There's a Dave. Di- if, if Dave had just, well, I don't know either. You know, you, yeah. you hear so many different versions of that story. They're One all crazy. They are. Everyone's they're they're crazy. all crazy. And I think there are times when there is genuine affection yeah. uh, between really, I mean, I think it, it sounds, from what I, I I gather from from people mm-hmm. I've talked to who sort of are close in that camp, Alex and Dave actually get along quite well. Mm-hmm. And there's just a weird dysfunction between Eddie and Dave. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's fascinating. But, but you're right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what it is. And you sort of learn to accept that, you know, we got the reunion tour. We got a different kind of truth, which I, I think is a phenomenal record. I and think it's a great record, get, too. Does not get nearly enough credit.
1: And I, uh, and I was skeptical when that came out. Although I did, but people are like, oh, Tattoo's terrible. And I'm like, I like Tattoo.
2: You know what? I got to tell you, Tattoo is not only great, you know, had that song come out in 96 when they first got together, you know, it just had been so much time. That song would have been a strip club anthem. Absolutely. It would have been played at ballparks. It would have played, it's as good as any sort of just. Great, disp- you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's sort of the fun disposable pop right. Van Halen, and then there's the the heavier stuff that's really fun, more unfair warning, and you see a little bit on on uh, different kind of truth. But tattoo is 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 a great song. Would have yeah. been a a it would have been a top forty hit, probably as, it, as late as ninety six. It's
1: got some great lyrics in there. He mm-hmm. he paints a picture. It's he it's really, really does.
2: No, and the harmonies are. I mean, yep. I will tell you, if Michael Anthony was on that. And he was, it was, not as, as great as I think, I think Wolf actually really works very hard. Yeah. I think he's good. But if Michael Anthony was doing that, I think it, it would have kicked it up another notch. But I, I always
1: off. I say if uh, if Alex Van Halen had a son who could sing, that would be the, ba- <laughs> it
2: would be a truly, it would, it would have, be Van Halen. <laughs> that's exactly right.
1: All right. We're going to get into some music. But before we do, we're going to do a quick thing that we like to call here, a uh, new music roundup. Kyle, do you have our little uh, mm. sting for that?
0: New music roundup. Yeah, Yeehaw. there you go.
1: So this um this album came uh, to me today in the mail today. Okay, Kyle, what is the album called? Uh, this is called "Braver Than We Are." Braver than we are. This is the brand new Meatloaf album. All wow. So- all songs written by Jim Steinman. Oh. Uh, it's got uh, it's got an album cover reminiscent of the uh, you know of the Bad Out of Hell covers. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and here we go. All What's right. the first song we're going to hear, Kyle? It's called Who Needs the Young. This is Who <laughs> Needs the Young. Okay.
0: Who needs the young? The revelation of the faces and the hair. When all we have are with the traces of the faces we once were.
3: Is this a song that Oogie Boogie sings in Nightmare Before Christmas?
1: Yeah. No, that's pretty bad.
2: Yeah, no, it sounds like he's he's writing for yeah some some <laughs> like awful uh, Tim
1: some Tim Burton thing. Well,
2: that, but it's not even Tim Burton. It's like it's like a, Tim it's like a knockoff. Line. Yeah, it's a like, yeah, it's Tim Burton's pool boy who decided he you know he could also
1: now. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that that song opens the album. That's the first track on the album and I was like, this should be buried at like track ten. You need to really kick or an album off. Track
2: n- never. Or or track, yeah. Or, yeah, track none. It should be yeah. buried
1: six feet under. Yeah. Okay, let's hear let's hear a couple oh, more. What's next, guy? Uh, loving your uh, loving you is a dirty
3: job, but somebody's gonna do it. Sure, of course. Right, guys.
2: This is like the fifth variation
3: Yeah I'm-
0: The sky is falling and you're looking around for somewhere to hide.
1: The voice is just Did terrible. Did you ever call out to
0: someone? Did you ever call out to me? I've never been gone. I've been right here by your side. There ain't nothing but clouds. Uh, not please please,
2: please but turn it, clouds it off. Turn it <laughs> off. I, I,
1: this, I mean, I, I mean, we know that you can go in and sing a line at a time. Mm -hmm. You could sing a syllable at a time. And this is the best they can get out of them.
2: This is is heartbreaking. This
1: is heartbreaking. Because, you know... Because I sat down, as soon as it came in the mail, I loaded it in the iTunes, and I sat down, and I listened to it start to finish, and I was just like, I couldn't, I can't even tell you if the songs are good, because his voice is so bad, I can't even get a handle on if...
2: The songs aren't good, (laughs) but... uh, (laughs) You know, it's just, you You know, you listen to something like For Crying Out Loud. Yeah. And that voice is, you know, that is a voice. God really touched that guy. I mean, even. And um, it, it, you hear this and it just, it breaks your heart. It's like, please don't, don't, don't go out. I never want to see Meatloaf in concert. And I mean, just, you know, what I, the worst thing to yeah. do is go out and see something sad. I mean, it was.
1: He's not good live right now. He's currently not.
2: I don't think he'll ever be no, good live again. And he was. I mean, but, the guy was amazing.
1: What uh let's hear one more. What one well, more guy.
3: Well, I was gonna say it says all songs by Jim Steinman, but on the back does it say written in twenty minutes? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean But that song too Loving you is a dirty job It's That's like You know everything is, every, It's like yeah. life is a lemon And I want and my money, money back. back Like yep. all these things Everything is, is So just, on the um, nose
1: Yep so on the nose
2: Objects in the rearview mirror Maybe <laughs> I mean it's just like This guy literally Text and, phrases And, it's and like,
1: I do I love mm. Meatloaf But this The last couple albums Have been It's been a steady decline Well you know they decline. did
2: A Bad Out of Hell 3 to, At least they didn't call this Bad Out of Hell 4 Right And really You know Yeah because Bad make, Out of Hell 3
1: Was 10 years ago And it's pretty strong
2: it's yeah, it is. It is good. But his voice it, was uh, good still. Oh, his voice was good then too. It still wasn't. Well, even Bad at Hell too isn't. I wish they would just yeah. left Bad at Hell because that is a just. So you top didn't want any, We
1: we just did an episode a couple weeks ago. We did sequels. We did all sequel albums. Didn't and songs. need a
2: sequel. To, didn't need a sequel to Bad at Hell. I mean, call it something else. Yeah. Would you know? Which would have been great, but but leave Bad at Hell as it is.
1: It's sacred. It had mm. Todd Rundgren. This is this album's also produced by uh, Meatloaf's guitar player who.
2: Yeah. They, they, Olive loaf, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <It's
1: horrible>.
2: yeah. <laughs> they
1: didn't have like there's like there's no one like uh, there's no one behind the boards here helping out. It's it's his touring band.
2: No, it's a it's touring just, band. A guy just, has lost his fastball. Yeah, it just does it. Th- th- no. This is just uh, heartbreaking. Well, By the way, Who put this out?
1: Um, it's on. I think it's four nineteen records is what they're yeah. called. Mm-hmm. They did like they did like a Jim Blo- new Jim Blossoms album, a new Marshall Crenshaw album, a new. Soul Asylum album. So one of those out.
2: ones that get those those, those labels yeah, albums yeah. that used to be some bands. But uh,
1: those, those albums are actually good. This one is just, and the guy, I have a kind of a relationship with this guy, and he was like, uh, I said, hey, when's the new meatloaf coming? Oh, he goes, it just came <laughs> in. I'll send it right out to you. And I'm like, I'm really excited. And he said, like, you should be. And I was like, did he listen to this? Because were <laughs> no. they just excited that they have a meatloaf album?
2: No, he's glad he had some place to send it to. To send it? Yeah.
1: He was like, hey, do you want 12? (laughs)
2: Let's (laughs) do exactly.
1: You can't give these away. Let's do one more. It's called Skull of Your Country. Skull of Your Country. Wait do you hear this voice. I hope this
2: is a Trump out anthem. How do you
0: bury the skull of your country? How do you bury a nation of these? When gonna have to this works if you close your eyes and put some Trump imagery some in your head, though. It's not bad.
1: I'm doing it. This might be Trump singing. Well, I Meatloaf is on the Celebrity Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Now here's the problem.
2: Oh, God. That's not Bonnie Tyler, is it? It's not. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like purging their own lyrics like, from
3: Stone Okay
1: turn it off is what it be. but he, yeah there's like five songs where he sings with um with female vocalists mm-hmm. and they are killer which just makes him sound no, even it, it's worse just,
2: I know all right
1: let's move on we, we're all thumbs downing on this right yeah ooh braver than we are they are braver than we are because I would never have released this man all right that's a stinkeroo oof that's a that's a shit this <laughs> is <a laughs> you can swear on him I, too, apparently Rob, yeah talk. thank you um, all right, let's move into some Diamond David Lee Roth. All right. Um, Kyle, you're a youngster. Yeah. But you love Van, you love Van Halen. Yeah. You like the classic they stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think Eddie Trunk said that the, the, the first six Van Halen albums have a classic sound to them, just like the way the Led Zeppelin albums have mm-hmm. a classic sound to them. And I, I agree, especially the, yeah. especially the first four. Yeah. But we're gonna, we're gonna start, uh, we're gonna start with Van Halen, um, Uh, the debut it sold well over 10 million copies amazing has a a diamond award and uh, released in 1978 Rob what's the first track that you want to hear off of uh, off of Van Halen
2: you really got me
1: great song by the Kinks and a great song by Van Halen There's nothing bad happening on that song. No. there's. No, I mean, first, it's a great song. It was always a great song. So ballsy that you would even say, we're going to cover this song.
2: Well, that's what's amazing. That's why, you know, look, you could go with Running With The Devil. which opens the album, yes. which also says you're going to hear something completely different. Yep. But this has all what would become sort of the tenets of that classic Van Halen, yeah. which is they would take, you know, this was Dave's thing was, was take covers, yep. make them your own. Mm-hmm. And they I do phenomenal. Everybody shines on on this. You know, every every single one. Yep. I mean, all of them. You know, Eddie. I mean, that guitar open is just you know in, insane. I mean, I mean, right there. You never heard anything like. And you've
1: never heard anything. Well, this like is This is coming
2: out of eruption. I mean, it's amazing. Just yeah. the roller coaster of this and the the harmonies. The harmonies. I mean, everything about it is great. i and,
1: I saw the Kinks in nineteen ninety three or four. And before they sang this, Ray Davies mm-hmm. said, this next one is it was a really big hit for Van Halen. <laughs> and, then they, and then they played, obviously. No, I mean... But it, it's...
2: It's true. The other thing about this song, too, was um, it was... And, and Van Halen songs have been used pretty effectively in a lot of movies. But mm-hmm. there was a movie... If you had HBO in the 80s, there was a movie called Over the Edge that played all the time. Yeah, yeah, with Matt, Matt Dillon. About effective teams with, with, uh, with, with Matt Dillon. Yeah, And this played... And it was such an effective use of... I mean, it, it was absolutely the perfect marriage of a song and how this mm. song when you're of a certain age just makes you you know
1: that soundtrack was mostly uh van halen and cheap tricks yes
2: that's exactly right and mm-hmm.
1: uh and uh yeah they just hung out at a youth center and it was they just, hung
2: at the youth center and that was sort of it was like
1: in the middle of it looked like it was like in the middle of arizona it looked so depressing yeah,
2: it was you know it was one of those planned communities yeah. and it was just fascinating it was like but but this is This is the type of music when you're young, it just makes you feel, you know, you you sort of, you just want to go crazy. It's just (laughs) just fantastic. Crazy in a good way. Crazy in a good way. You know, it just, you just, you feel so alive. You got no worries. And it was just, it's just great. But, but it really, I mean, this, this was the, this was the one that sort of, to me announced, you know, that this, this was a band that was unlike anything. This was pop. It was rock. It was metal. It was everything. Uh,
1: This might be the best cover of all time.
2: I mean, that's an interesting, if, I mean,
1: one of the bad, not that, okay, one of the bad, I mean, because they made it, it's, when you hear it, sometimes you forget that it's not their song. You're right. You
2: you would not think it's, but, but it's those, I mean, these are, these are harmonies that you'd hear, you know, with the Everly brothers or a girl group Mm -hmm. or one of these things. And the fact that this was, I mean, this is what completely separated them from, from and the, everyone in the
1: fact that dave's a dave's a, a baritone mm-hmm. which a rock singer usually isn't yes so mm-hmm. that's different too so you Absolutely. have that juxtaposed with the high harmonies it's it's crazy no
2: it is it is you know you really see this is one of the ones that just completely mm-hmm. uh just encapsulated how this was lightning in a bottle with mm-hmm. these i mean really it's eddie and dave and um you know, it's it's funny. I'm reading this book about uh, CAA, the agency, how it came, it came together. And there's these two guys that were sort of the main partners. And okay. one was, you know, sort of the guy who handled all the talent. The other guy was the one who did the business. And they sort of said, look, this agency would not have become what it became without either, either one of them. It would not be. It was Mike Ovitz and Ron Meyer. And mm-hmm. said, look, CAA wouldn't have succeeded without Mike Ovitz. And it wouldn't have succeeded without Ron Meyer. They needed each other. And that is Eddie and Dave. Yeah. I mean, Eddie never would have you know he would have been an incredibly talented musician that either scored stuff or he had a lot of you know underground stuff or he he was the the greatest session session musician nobody ever heard of right and dave needed i mean it's just it's amazing how these two you know really needed each other to go to that next level because this was this is something so unique the chemistry here is just incredible
1: and, and you know because um there's tons of great guitarists, but they're not in the mainstream and they're not in your DNA. No. I mean, I don't know. You know, you say Ingve Malmsteen. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah, he's a great right. guitarist, but I don't know any Ingve Malmsteen no. songs that That's jump exactly in right. my head.
2: But you also needed somebody. And when we get in, you know, we can talk later about when we talk about Dave's solo work. Mm-hmm. I mean, what also was great was that you see and you'll see a push and a pull as we go through the other uh, all, all six of the albums yeah. here. I mean, there was also an. This was a partnership, as opposed to the. Mm-hmm. the you know, the biggest problem with the Edem and Smile band was that it's Dave's. Vi band. was incredibly talented, yeah. but he was. You know, I mean, this was Dave's band. Yeah, that's they're exactly hired guns. Right. They're hired guns, and that's the that that's really the difference. So you know, so many things had to go right here. Yeah, and and they just did, and it's a beautiful thing.
1: And they they keep going right mm-hmm. with my first song, which is "Ain't Talking About Love." Mm. Like, listen, I could. I never I never heard guitar
2: no. like that. No,
1: I still haven't.
2: You haven't heard the that but... then Dave comes on and yeah. pulls it back from being too heavy and too niche. And the drums, too. Yes. Listen, you hear the... You, hear Mike's you can bass actually hear too. the bass,
0: No, uh,
1: all the songs that we're playing today the, of the classic six band Hale albums, these are all from the 2015 remasters. Nice. So maybe that's why we can hear Mike's bass in there a little bit more than a little bit
2: more. Yeah, but but you you know you know I think that's also just Eddie being such a musical perfect mm. and a real musician. Yeah. That I think that that he really you know made sure that everything was heard. I mean, it was the the, the, the both of them, Eddie and Alex, were trained as classical pianists, so. I think, th- you know, the beauty of that is that they really know great musicianship. And it's not about, yeah, this is this is for me to, uh, you know, just just play my guitar right. and you're going to hear that.
1: And this was really this was really um, the uh, Ted Templeman, the producer. No. The, I was
2: just going to say the thank use of you for st- the use Ted, of yeah.
1: stereo on this, because mm-hmm. I remember like in one channel, it would be like uh bass and guitar, and mm-hmm. or, I'm sorry, drums and guitar, and another one would be vocals and bass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was really split. Like That's if, right. If we actually switched the channels, you would hear... Mm-hmm. You, That's right. You wouldn't hear some mm-hmm. stuff. So no, you absolutely. need it all together. Um, also fascinating, these Van Halen albums are, are so short. Like, this is 35 no. minutes.
2: In and out, yeah. What well, Dave yeah. has said, you know, many times, I mean, again, this is after the fact, so, mm-hmm. but but I, I think it's probably true, Yeah. is... They, you know, they went in with that mindset of, you know, no fat, just go in 35 minutes. And I have to say, you listen to them and they're all front to back. They're all great. You can listen to them all the way through. Well,
1: yeah, just because a, a CD holds 77, 80 right. minutes of material doesn't mean you have to fill it up with well, filler and garbage. Here's Ma- one of my... Loaf.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's funny, this is a completely different... This isn't exactly the same thing, but but one of my other, not even theories or whatever if Guns N' Roses had just taken the best tracks of Use Your Illusion 1 Mm. and 2, you would have had between Appetite for Destruction and Use Your Illusion, you know, two of the, uh, probably the greatest two, as great as Van Halen 1 and 2 are, you would have had the greatest back-to-back rock albums ever. And it never would have been Touched. I
1: do love both of those Illusion albums, but I know what you mean. They're great, but but I think
2: if you just, just, if you paired it down to the, look, I love them too. You don't need two versions of Don't Cry.
1: Well, no, that's a little ridiculous. And you don't need um, "Welcome to My World." That
2: no, you don't need "Welcome to My World." You don't need "Right Next Door to Hell." You don't need to. they're, ca- they're um, fine.
1: I'll- you should be mine. Is a killer.
2: Oh, oh, god! I that mean, that it's a is killer. a a that you you know you talk about everybody coming in <laughs> that, that drum and yeah, the drum and the bass, everything, the bass, <sighs> the lyrics are just fantastic. Oh no, no, no! That is a great. That is a great, crazy song. song. Yeah.
1: Um, what was the last <laughs> concert you saw?
2: Uh, believe it or not, I was at the forum last night for the what it was called the Rock and Roll Hall Three for All. Um, I almost went last Chief night. Trick, Cheap Trick, Joan che- Jett, and Hart. Yep. and man, was that a kick-ass concert! Yeah. That's got to be. All th- oh, it was. And I never seen. I'd seen Cheap Trick and Heart a few times, mm-hmm. but I'd never seen Joan Jett. I saw it Joan uh,
1: a couple years ago at the House of Blues, but I had never. She was on my bucket list of people I had never the, seen. The,
2: the, me too. Yeah. Me too. It was great. But I will. I mean, I got to say, I don't know what Ann Wilson does, I know. but that I, I've never heard a voice I know. that really, really, you know, that, that she has, she's worked. I mean, that, that, yeah. that, 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 those songs are not easy. Those are belt no songs.
1: Yeah. Those are and all she's, they're like, songs. They're,
2: look, <laughs> it's funny. They're, they're, it's like meatloaf. Yeah. Jim Steinman needs to be working with oh, heart. Yeah. She needs to
1: like, like she again, could
2: kill these songs. Those
1: meatloaf songs we just heard. If Ann Wilson sang them, maybe they're good songs, but just mm-hmm. this singing like yeah, this exactly. is not good. No. and. And Nancy Wilson mm. playing that guitar. You you got to see a it's couple incredible. chicks play guitar last night. That well, were I'll great. I'll tell
2: you what they were great, but I'll tell you what. Um, so the last time I'd seen Heart, they mm-hmm. were doing uh, I don't know if it was a lot of Who songs, but they did "Love Rain Over Me," which was great. Yeah. This time they were doing Zeppelin songs, mm-hmm. and they did their encores were "Immigrant Song" and "Stairway to Heaven." That's pretty and great. To, but both of them, both Ann and Nancy, you know, between the guitar and the vocals, God, it was it was awesome. Sold out. Sold out Yeah That'd absolutely how do, Yeah come on
1: I mean, uh, Three bands like that
2: Three bands like that And by the way too How great is the forum now The now new it's forum gorgeous. with everything Yeah it's It great. is gorgeous It is the greatest place To see a yeah. concert
1: I uh, I do miss the Universal Amphitheater though
2: I'm so i so miss bummed. the Universal Amphitheater Man I, I saw some I saw so many there, shows Including yeah. Dave and Sammy I know Oh it was great
1: Alright you're, uh, you're You have What's your second pick Off Van Halen 1
2: My second pick is Feel Your Love Tonight Great song it is so you know so so from there i mean this again one of the mm. one of the great 10 and the funny thing is i was sort of struggling with which one of those songs from those those middle three between um Jamie's Cry and yeah. i'm the one where they go into that middle you know the ba shoo me and then feel you know because you go to you know you you you'll go from one of the greatest guitar solos you've ever heard and it just takes you on you know this amazing roller coaster ride and then you go into these harmonies. And it's great. I mean, you listen to that, you've heard a kick ass guitar solo, and then you have Dave sing it yeah. solo. It's and then a, Mike joins him. And it, then it's three, it, and then it's four. And then you end yeah. on that, that end. It's, it's, yeah. They're all singing that song a cappella. And it's just, I, I mean, that, that song has everything.
1: Yeah. This, it's very hard to just pick one off of this yeah. album. It's, no, no, no. It's it so it is. I,
2: I could talk about every, every track on that album.
1: We're going to, well, we would love, that would be a great show. But we're gonna.
2: <laughs>
3: yes, well, do that I'm
1: not next. even. Gonna, I'm not even gonna play my per- my second. My second was one it? was it was I'm the one.
2: Okay, so that yeah. Yes. I mean, it was this, It's this. To me, it's interesting. I mean, you've got you know, running with the devil, mm-hmm. eruption, and uh, you really got me. are sort of those three songs, I sort of bunched together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get to that that middle part. Yeah, the middle part amazing. Three. Jamie's crying and feel your love, and I'm the one
1: and ain't talking about love and, then
2: and ain't talking about yeah. love. And then and then at the end you get a totally different thing with Atomic Punk and uh, Little Dream, on fire little, and little, dreamer little Dreamer, and Ice Cream Man. I mean, it's just, I mean, oh God, it's amazing. We're
1: moving on to. Uh, do you have a favorite Van Halen album?
2: You know, it's interesting. It, it always changes mm. because it's it's sort of. I'll, I'll get obsessed with with one, and then I'll get. I mean, it's funny. I'll tell you, growing growing up, I had a least favorite. Believe it or not, well, and it was Fair Warning. Wow. Because Fair Warning was the one that was the most, and then Fair Warning. As I got least. older, it was like, oh wow, did I miss the boat on this? There, th- this was real musicianship on yeah. this album. This was not, you know, party anthems. This was not Beautiful Girls. This was not, you know. And then you realize, and then you get an appreciation where it's like, oh, this this might be the best Van Halen Wait, we're gonna, album. T-
1: we're going to talk about that one. We're almost, this, currently this one, mm-hmm. Van Halen 2 is currently my favorite Van Halen album because Van Halen 1 is is more overplayed mm-hmm. than Van Halen 2. might be one of the reasons that I lean towards Van Halen 2. No, I get that. But here's, uh, let's start with uh, Out of Love Again. Mm. That's the note Dave can't hit anymore, but man, that's so great. He can. What's your first song on uh, Van Halen 2 that we're going to My hit?
2: first one is Dance the Night Away.
1: And it's just, it's one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite songs. This is Van Halen,
2: Halen getting, uh, get, they got in the studio, they said, you know what, we're going to do a top 40 song. It's going to be our own song. It's not a cover. And it's just, God, it's so good. Let's hear it.
1: I love, I just love the cow. I love the cow. Oh, Simple. it's
2: just. And again, everybody. Here comes Eddie. Here comes Alex back again. Here comes Mike. And now here comes Dave.
0: Have you seen her? So bad and pretty. Movie with a stamp.
1: This, this album's only 31 minutes
2: long. It's amazing. And it, every not one wasted minute. Not one wasted I mean, minute. There, I agree. You know, I mean, it's incredible. The other thing about this song that's great, too, is you've seen in the last few years, movies that sort of take place in the 70s. This is the song that's used to sort of encapsulate yeah. that time. It was used so great in Argo when they have that, that big party and then in Anchorman 2 as well. I mean, that's, <laughs> you know, because you, immediately, you yeah. hear this song. And it's just, you know exactly where you are, you know, I mean, it's just, it's so fantastic. It's funny
1: too, when we listen to that, like you said, this guy comes in and this guy comes, it's almost, it's almost seems like it's simplistic, Mm -hmm. but it, but then you no. put it all together, and it's like mm-hmm. it's like what the is going no, on? No, I
2: mean this was, and I've got to say, I think that's Eddie and Alex. These are this this is musical geniuses. Mm-hmm. I mean these this is our version of Beethoven or Mozart or whoever. That's those guys.
1: Yeah, and they grew, they grew up together, so they were living and breathing this mm-hmm. together twenty four seven.
2: No, they did exactly, and they they lived in this. So, and I don't know if um, anyone's read the book Van Halen Rising, but. Uh, I don't know. Have you read it back?
1: I've not read Van Halen do you know? Do you know about this book? I you, do know about this book. You need to
2: read this book. It is, you know, a phenomenal read. It, it is so good. And 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 clearly, you know, you just you read about these two guys and they grew up and thank God they loved each other. and mm-hmm. They love music so much yeah. because they lived in, in this tiny bedroom and they sat there and all they did was practice this music. <laughs> and it was it was amazing. It's a fascinating read and, wow. and just, Kid, kids, just a fun ride. Uh, hard work pays off. Hard work pays off. Uh,
1: yeah, and yeah, there, there's not one wasted moment on this. I, I just find this to be such a listenable album from s- start mm-hmm. to finish. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't um, even with Van Halen one, I might there might be a song I, I skip. I don't know what it is, but with this one, I really I do not. So, what's your first one? What do we got, Rob?
2: Well, we did dance on it. Was my first one. You want my yeah. second one?
1: It would be your. Turn. Oh, I did. Oh, yes. I yes. forgot. I thought I picked dance. Tonight. I did out of love again. Okay. <laughs> So
2: cuz you could pick any one of these songs You really could yeah. so I'm
1: going to pick Somebody Get Me a Doctor.
2: Mm.
3: No.
1: This is, um, this is, uh, bands like this are, this is my favorite configuration of a band where it's just four guys, Mm -hmm. guitar, drums, bass, Queen, U2, Mm -hmm. Cheap Trick, Van Halen. That's what I like. And I also like that Van Halen, they don't, when they tour, they've never augmented, they've never had background vocalists and a keyboard player or no, and a horns or any, they've none none of that. It's just, here we come. It's just. That's right. The four of us,
2: absolutely, and
1: that's what I like. I mean, I understand the Stones; they flesh it out with some background singers and some horn. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: I, I okay, I get it. But the Stones weren't, you know, I mean, the Stones. There's, there's been mm. like eight different Stones. Yeah, by yeah, the way. yeah, You know, I mean, it's, right. it's Mick and Keith, and there's a. But this is, you know, again, at the end of the day, the heart of this band is is a a band that played backyard parties in yeah, Pasadena. Yeah, and, and you know they they've you know sub, substitute a lead singer or two every now and then yeah. but it at the at the end of the day it's still a just a party band.
1: Yeah, I mean when I saw you 2 at the Forum and it's just the four of those guys mm-hmm. and you know when four guys make a racket like that yeah. it's just it no, makes absolutely. you feel it makes you feel so good. It does. It's, no, so it's great. It's great
2: because anybody can do it. But this song too, I love that song off Van Halen, too. To me again, like I said they got in the studio so quickly. I mean this yeah. is you know, you could say. I mean, just everything about the you know the words, everything about this song. This is you know, again, this is what it's yeah. like to be young, careless, carefree. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just uh, they were. I mean, sadly, this is if you if you read the Dirt, the Motley Crew book. I did. They talk about when uh, you know Razzle Dingley, you Vince Neil killed Razzle Dingley. Yes. yeah. But he talks about it right before that they were Razzle sort of, from
3: uh, he was the from drummer of Hanoi, Hanoi Rocks. Rocks. Yes,
2: yeah. and they were partying in Manhattan Beach and just celebrating all the success. And it's sort of. You know, I mean that that ended tragically, but but it is you know again this is just that it's just it it, you know just 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 fun. It is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's a good
1: thing. Mm -hmm. The music is fun. It is like it wasn't like uh, you didn't like when your mom came in the room. You Mm -hmm. didn't turn Van Halen down because it didn't sound like it was no dangerous like. Like, no, like it Black wasn't Sabbath it wasn't
2: or, go wasn't that Aussie, you know, when people yeah. say, Oh my god, this is you know, this is about your suicide right, and everything. Exactly. This is this is literally just you know, as Dave says, he said this is why it lasts every summer because this is what it feels like in summer. Yeah. You know, he talks about it, it's it's at the, the drive-thru at the Burger King yeah. or it's at the beach or whatever yep. it
1: is. You roll down the windows, you roll and, down and you the drive. windows
2: and you blast it, yep. and it's just you know, it's what life's all about.
1: And no one said, I mean, at least I don't hear people that say no one says Van Halen sucks. <laughs>
2: no, no. no one says that. Well, because, you know, like I said, it's They might not, not like
1: different eras, but no one says, those guys suck.
2: No, because, um, you know, the difference between them and... Because there are a lot of people who said, oh, you know, Dave was just doing uh, Jim Dandy Mangrum from uh, Black Oak, Arkansas. Okay, everyone's doing someone. But you someone. can say that. You know, he, yeah. you could say he was doing that and you could say... You know, because you can say mm-hmm. Black Oak, Arkansas was a joke or whatever. Yeah. They, but like I said, you've got great musicians at the helm here and that's dave too by the way too who really thought about this stuff and and knew about being an entertainer but these are guys that that worked at this and this is not you know so you you can't say this is disposable no it's it's jokey it's not no this is real music
1: yeah because then after eddie came along then eh, no one played like eddie but then everyone started trying 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 to to play like eddie
2: nobody nobody ever could
1: no it's, I mean,
2: I don't think anyone put the work into it. Again, if you're reading this book, which I didn't realize, it was fascinating. You know, this uh, Van Halen Rising, mm-hmm. again, fantastic read. Um, and you hear about Eddie in high school, and they said, you know, look, this is the time everyone's partying, they're smoking pot, they're drinking, and these guys are playing every big party in Pasadena. It's a bit, and they said, you know, we tell Eddie, yeah, you know, come on, come on over, we're gonna go party. My my parents aren't home. And Eddie would say, Nah, I gotta practice. You gotta practice. And he would go, and he was a shy kid and everything. But he'd go and he'd sit and he'd practice and he'd practice. I mean, this guy was just obsessed by by music.
1: Well, let's hear it. Let's go uh, to my second song. Let's go to your second song. Yeah, the guy who wrote uh, the guy who wrote uh, Van Halen Rising. His name is uh, Greg Renoff. Greg Renoff, yes. Greg Renoff, and I, I tried to get him on the show when the book came out, but he doesn't live in. He lives in. Uh, I think he lives in Oklahoma. Yeah, but, I, think, um, I think that's right. But yeah, uh, yeah Amazon, you can pick up too. that book. Uh,
2: yeah, please pick up the book. Thirteen book bucks. Book, yeah, great for great your dollars Four
1: ninety nine for your Kindle.
2: I mean, it, <laughs> come on. How do you come on? That's a cup of coffee. Come on, that, exactly. That's right. It's not even a cup of coffee. No, get so that book. Parking meter. Come on. But uh, you know, so 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 this you know again. I, this song to me, you've got a you've got an album that you start with sort of a, with a, I don't know if you're not a good originated of Linda Ronstadt, but I always associate that with her. But you you got a Linda Ronstadt cover. You're no good. You got yeah. you know dance the night away, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Somebody get me the, a doctor. It's a party, sort of a party anthem. Yep.
1: I love Spanish Fly. That's one of my Spanish favorite Fly, favorite instrumentals. Song. I mean, it's not you know, obviously it's not what Eruption mm-hmm. is, but but I just love the acoustic. But you got
2: you know, Light Up the Sky is just a kick ass. Mm-hmm. You know that that is a hard rock song. You know an, anybody could have done that yeah. that song. I mean any any hard rock band of that day, Sabbath could have done that song. Yep. Anybody you know, and it's just that that is the that's the amazing thing that 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 this you know they just. They they go everywhere. Yeah. And it's just great. And it's um it's funny too, so there were so many times you know, like I said, I get into a Van Halen eighty four, they break up in eighty five. So I see the various versions of I've seen Dave live and I've seen Van Hagar live. And then there was a band called the Atomic Punks that that play out here. I've seen them, and they're great. And this this was how you got to really see. There was a guy named Ralph Sands at the yeah. time who was. Is he
1: in Steel Panther now? He's in Steel Panther. Yeah. But yeah, that's a, if you had never seen classic Van Halen, Van Halen you go you would was go as see close Atomic as you'd see, and you would, and there was you know you would always think, why doesn't Eddie just get this guy? it
2: was. That's exactly right. Yeah, and but they played "Light Up the Sky" live, and all of a sudden you were at, you know, cause they'd play it yeah. like the Roxy and they mm-hmm. played, and you're at one of those, you know, um, you're, you're at like Gazaris or one of those great places, those, those classic places yeah. that Van Halen played, you know, just the, the place smelled of small, beer yeah. and cigarettes. And he would and do just, the,
1: he would do, he sounded like Dave when he would talk too. he would do yes. like some stage pattern. No, he
2: knew, I mean, clearly this was a guy who really worked at it yeah. and, and loved doing it. And it, it was great, but but it just I, I have such an appreciation for that song.
1: So now we're moving into uh, Women and Children first. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and a new era of Van Halen, really. Like I said, I mean, yeah, this Van is Halen a, 1 and 2 is, is that band. This is the yeah. band that got the Gene Simmons demo right. and everything. Like this if is,
1: someone told you, oh, Van Halen 1 and 2 were both recorded at the same time and then just released separately, you would believe, believe it. Believe it 100%. But yeah, this is... This our, is
2: the successful Van Halen now. I mean, this is the one, if you remember, yeah. the record had... Um, I think it was Helmut, Helmut Newton, Newton did who that, did that picture of Dave chained the, to the, the, the fence. Yes. Mm-hmm. And how
1: did he get that in there? Because it's not a band poster.
2: No, I don't know what, well, there, I think there, there's some shenanigans can, this going is interesting. on there. You see some back and forth in these last four albums mm-hmm. that, you know, you can see this is, this is a little more of a, a Dave album. I would, I would argue. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, um, I still don't know how I feel about, I mean, I like women and children first, but it's not always, it's not always my go-to. Because I don't, because I don't think one, this, yeah. the songs mm-hmm. aren't, um, the songs are heavy. Are they heavier? I don't know. I don't know how to explain this album.
2: It, it's it's tough. It's one of those ones. It, it's funny. You sort of forget about it. You do forget about it. As you, you, funny, as you it. were saying to me, you know, go through and go through the six albums. And, I, you know, my mind would jump to stuff that's on one and two yeah, and, and fair like, warning. And, and I was like, oh, I always forget about women and children. I always first. used to forget about it, too. You know?
1: So, but it has two killers. But
2: it is not a forgettable album. No. but you forget about it in the canon of yeah, those I first six album.
1: So, what? Um, let me. I'll start it
2: off. Yeah, start it off.
1: Uh, I'm going to start it off with something that's uh, that's
2: fascinating. T- what are you totally, going to start off with? This
1: is totally. This is could this be magic?
2: That's. I'm so glad you did that because I, I was I was going to do that one too.
1: And this has Nicolette Larson uh, sings background mm-hmm. vocals on this.
0: On the islands on a cool summer night But you don't got to hurry to your time What you need is on the menu when you get it tonight buddy. you got women's on your mind Could this be magic Or could this be love Could this turn tragic You know that magic often does
1: It's just so it's it's but that's so different.
2: So this is the problem. It's like here we are talking about "Eh, it's the forgettable album ever. But we love that song. Could this be magic? And it's like this is different than what they had done before. Mm -hmm. And only Van England could get away with something that's just you know completely different. It's it's still rock and roll. It's not you know Pete Seeger or anything like that. But it is it's it's acoustic. It's I mean it's just. That That's the thing. Even when it's forgettable Van Halen, it's memorable Van
1: Halen. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what um, what your first song is.
2: My first song is uh, Everybody Wants Some. Um. Of course. It's great. Of course. It, it's a great song.
0: I like the way the line runs up the back of this.
2: This song is not forgettable. This is
1: one that everyone knows.
0: I've always liked those kind of high heels, too. Absolutely not. Nice. Don't take them off. Don't take them off. Yeah, that's it. A little more to the right.
1: Uh, you know, I think that I think the songs on this album are not as um, uh, top forty or poppy as the first two albums.
2: No, no, I I, I would agree with that. Maybe
1: that's what it, that's the difference. And it I think. might
2: be that, but um, that you know, and I love that part of the song where again Dave does something nobody else does. Mm-hmm. He goes in the middle of this song, which by the way, again, could have been if Eddie was paired with anybody else, it would have just been look, I'm going to play a two minute solo, and right. I mean, years the thing: I think you've probably seen the the worst of what Eddie could do when you listen to Van Halen 3, where, again, he is, the same way we talk about the Eatman Smile band, yeah. Van Halen 3 is Eddie's band. Yeah. So much so that he sings on that... Um, how many, whatever, say how many Say I. How Many Say I. How Many Say I. Me
1: Loaf sings better than Eddie. That's right.
2: <laughs> That's the best thing we can say about Me Loaf. He sings better than Eddie on How Many Say I. But, um, you know, again, it, it takes... And this is a song that... As great of a song that it is, it, it's got a lot mm-hmm. of... It's got the opening, you know, drum from Alex, which is fantastic. But, you know, you got to have patience there. Yeah. It takes a while. And then Eddie's thing, you know, goes, goes a long time. And Dave really... That song, you know, could have been a little tedious if Dave didn't mm-hmm. rescue it with, you know, with that. And he knew how to do this stuff. And I think it's also Ted... Who Temp- knew yeah, how to You know, you hear him uh, In uh, Unchained uh, Farewell, You know, when he says, you know, give me a break yeah. You know, it's just it, it, It's, oh, it, it's so It's just so great
1: uh, Well, my next one, my second one off Women and Children First, I went, uh, I went with Romeo Delight
3: mm. I'm taking whiskey
0: to the party tonight And I'm some out of the squeeze
1: songs have more of a live feel, kind of well, too.
2: That's a, oh, you took the words right out of my mouth. It. I was going to say Sorry. you can say <laughs> these songs may not be top forty, but goddamn, did these play? Did these songs play live? Yeah, I mean, they, you look just, at some of those, uh, the Oakland uh, Coliseum. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, those are uh, stuff from Fair Warning. Yeah. But, this not only was it, this band was absolutely fantastic live, but these songs were meant to be played live. Yeah,
1: this uh, yeah, this album's it's it's heavier. It's mm-hmm. I guess I guess the takeaway uh, currently in the, in this part of the show would be uh, grab women and children first, and uh, take it in the car tomorrow and listen to it because that's the one you're probably forgetting about.
2: Maybe. That's exactly right.
1: And uh, do you have another, you have another one?
2: My, my my next one is in a simple rhyme.
0: mountains sing birds against an icy sky and i heard bells ringing i think i heard an angel sigh and she said
1: It just kicks in because so it, it, up to that point it, it, it's a very non Van Halen sounding song, and then boom. No,
2: but what I love about and that that part we just heard too is that you know for people complain oh do you know Dave's not a stronger singer and you know oh, when they got Sammy they got somebody to actually sing but you listen to him and. You know, he, he well, I think really Dave, sings his heart out. I there.
1: think Dave was always good on on records. He
2: was very good on the records, and also he really because because he wrote the, these lyrics mm-hmm. and and really was a poet in, on on some of these songs, and this one included. And he really, you know, th- th- there's real heart there when he sings, and then you hear you know michael you mm-hmm. know we said you could hear the angels sing Yeah. and then you've got michael who's an angel who as sings like um, an angel eddie is described he's got the voice of a piccolo trumpet <laughs> and uh it's just it, it's 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 just so great
1: i do get mad though when eddie says that uh, mike isn't a good bass player and oh that
2: drives me crazy that drives me crazy
1: cuz i'm like then why mm-hmm. didn't you fire him In 1978,
2: if he was that terrible. This is the part where you just say, I I don't begrudge him anything that, you know, you watch him play with his son. And he truly loves it. Right. And, and I think and it's, maybe, it's a maybe great that's, thing. And
1: that's probably keeping him alive. It's
2: the only way it's keeping him alive. It's the only way we would have ever seen him play, certainly with Dave, but, yeah. but maybe at all. Yeah. And I think that's great. But you can't, you know, uh, that, that drives me, especially when but, Mike is one of those guys who's never mm, said a bad, any, word. a bad word about any of these people. No, I, you like, know?
3: Like,
1: I, I think even Wolfie would step back and go, you know, Dad, mm-hmm. I think you guys should go out with
2: Mike. Oh, that would be, you know, uh, but, uh, for me, look, move, by the way, they can all play together. Yeah, like, you, you don't play. talk about the Stones. This you is know, bring them all let, them all, let them all play. Let you them know? all play.
1: Absolutely. Um, that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame debacle made me so angry, though, that, that the only guys that show up are More Sammy,
2: Sammy, and, Sammy Mike. and Mike. Come mm-hmm. on, man. I know. I know No, no, no That's so disappointing. another one You know, number 802 On my list of grievances Against the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah. And their induction ceremonies it's So But I mean But, it but was Van Halen did was show up too, yeah. But that was the Well, that was that weird faction Where, you know, Dave I think I, I, I don't know what it was But it was Yeah, it was ridiculous They could have showed
1: They didn't have to play I mean, Kiss didn't play They didn't want to play together So you, they could have no, up No, that's
2: exactly right Taking yeah. their award Something I know
1: but uh now fair warning, this is the fir- this is the first time I saw Van Halen on tour. Oh. I saw them at the Pittsburgh Civic Arena, summer of probably eighty one. I don't know when this happened. Let me find I don't think out. When you this... ever
2: needed to see any other version of Van Halen. That if you saw this tour, you I did, saw yeah,
1: and I was on the floor. Uh oh. yeah, this came out in April, so yeah, I probably saw him June or July in Pittsburgh. And um, you know, a lot of people uh, some you know, sometimes people say, Dave was never a good singer, and I'm like, well, I saw him. No, on the fair warning, you can, tour, and, and you was, see those videos. You see that are those out videos. There. Those aren't touched. No, no, no.
2: This guy. No, especially. Yeah. And now the, the, the things you could do now. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't do those things then.
1: But um, this is not my favorite Van Halen album cover, for sure. It's
3: like, but, it gets. Do lost. we
2: know who did that cover?
3: Um. It is. It is a piece of this bigger painting called The Maze by William uh, Kirillak from Canada. This has got to be
1: Dave picking this cover.
2: No, I don't think it's Dave. To me, who, this who is a, think it is? like I said, this is a very back and forth. I think women and children first, you know, we, we got the, the, you know, the uh, the the Helmut Newman, P, Newman poster, New, yeah. Newton poster, and we've got, this is, I think, Eddie saying, I'm taking, you know, I want to do a, a real, no, I think Eddie had a lot of say on this.
1: Do you like but this did, album cover?
2: No, I hate it.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't I jump off. Hate it, it, it doesn't jump out I of the box. I do have in
2: my office. It's funny. I have all six Van Halen LPs framed in my office. Oh, cool. I love. But it's I the love. One,
1: uh, I love LPs as artwork. It's, oh, it's they're, they're great. They're fantastic. So this is the. But this this is, is one, the whole
3: painting, and then that's the part. That's the album cover. Wow! Right in here. Cool.
1: Let me see it.
2: I like it as a whole. That's pretty neat. I like it as a whole, but it does not feel Van Halen. It doesn't feel Van Halen. You no, know? and it's
1: and, and because. You know they have such an iconic logo mm-hmm. that
2: VH. That's right. You need
1: to put that everywhere.
2: No, they, they, there's a million things you could have done. Yeah, with with, with that, warning. and it was not this.
1: No, but uh, yeah, this was a this was a phenomenal tour, and uh, I know you said earlier that this was not your favorite album, but this for the longest time was my favorite Van Halen album.
2: Cause so, I, you, upon its release, and, upon and its release, yeah, I really, was just like, what the?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean. You know what's it mm-hmm. kicks off with uh, with uh,
2: well that's yeah did you do have the, the same one I had Mean Streets I
1: didn't know and then play listen okay, yeah, play, uh, play Rob song mm-hmm. this kicks off the album yeah. and it is phenomenal just this little that hammering Again, on that first
2: of all that's amazing but something we had not heard before this no. is telling you this is a Van Halen you're not gonna hear of. right.
1: How does he do that? It's crazy. And then...
0: same old talk and I'm searching for the latest thing I break in this routine I'm talking some new kicks ones like you ain't never seen So
1: good. It's I so, mean, it's But this so again
0: phenomenal. goes to that
2: point. Not only is it phenomenal, mm-hmm. and, and everything Eddie does in that song is great, but he needed Dave. You yeah. listen to those words. I'm sorry, Sammy could never have written. Words like that to that to that music. Yeah, and
1: I mean, I, the reason Sammy doesn't didn't sing those Dave songs wasn't because he couldn't sing them. He just didn't feel them.
2: No, he did. He didn't feel those. There lyrics. was only one person who ever felt them, and that was yeah. David Lee Roth. Because I mean,
1: Sa- Sammy said when they were on the tour bus, they would always play Van Halen. Mm-hmm. They yeah. love Van Halen.
2: Oh no, it's it's great. These yeah. songs are great, but but this is it is so. You know, there is only one person, and that's Dave that that could have written that, that could sing those with yeah. that with that feeling. You know, you right. hear that.
1: Yeah, even a you know even a silly song that's a great song like Jump. Sammy would sing that, but it's not Sammy. It's not a Sammy song. No, no, no.
2: It's it's not they, a Sammy I know song. It's the biggest song, you so they heard,
1: have to play it. But. but
2: you hear the way Sammy sings it, and yeah. Sammy's singing it, it's like karaoke. Yes, you hear the and way he Dave it. sings it, and Dave means those words. He means he's those been words. those. He's lived those yeah. words. I mean, it's like what you're talking about, tattoo. Where
1: yeah, no you one can, can sing say, tattoo. The
2: imagery of of that. I mean, the guy is a genius. Yeah. I mean, a disturbed genius, but a genius nonetheless. <laughs>
1: Uh, I went with uh, So This Is Love. Mm. This is one of the videos from uh, the, that uh, Oakland show, isn't it? This is one of the ones. Yeah.
2: I think it's So This Is Love. It's uh, Hear About It Later. Hear About It Later and Unchained.
1: Yeah.
0: Check me out on the good side here. When my baby's on the corner and she's looking so fine. one and one together and it blew my mind. Uh, man needs love to live. I'm the living proof. Catch that smile and I have.
1: And this is, um, yeah, I, I think this is the album that uh, that they were that they were in the studio the longest for mm-hmm. up until that point. That's right. I think the other three albums maybe maybe just two three weeks
2: they
3: were in right, there. absolutely. But
1: yeah, they I think they were in there for a long time doing this, and mm-hmm. it, it you can tell it's it sounds more intricate.
2: No, there's a lot of musical influence on yeah. it. It's funny, you know, a song like this sounds like if you took all the. Uh, the metal out of it, the guitarist, it sounds like something that their dad, Jan, would have played in one of his jazz bands. Right. You know, and it's just, it, it, it's a... No, I mean, and that's why I, I consider this an Eddie album. I mean, I've got mm. Eddie albums, i got Dave albums that... You know, they, they're both...
1: I like that you have really, this theory. I like mm. this.
2: No, I, and I think this is Eddie saying, mm-hmm. you know, all right, now I'm going to make a real... This is going to be real music here, and this is going to be the stuff I'm influenced. And Dave, though again was able to to take the ball and run yeah. with it and write these these lyrics and, and write these songs but uh, this is you're right i mean there, there's some real thought coming in here
1: what's your next uh what's your next, the next song is what Dirt? do you got Kyle uh, this said it was recorded from early march to early april 1981 so like about a month <laughs> okay,
2: well, there you go.
1: I thought it was. I thought they were in the studio a longer time. Yeah, than yeah but I be, will that tell that you, maybe that hour. was a long time for D- them.
2: Divide thirty-one day or t- multiply thirty-one days times twenty-four hours, and I guarantee that's Eddie. You know, yeah. I mean, this is this is it. This is all mm-hmm. he does. So that that, that is And again, time. this
1: this is the this is this is when we were album tour album tour 78, mm-hmm. 79, 80, 81, 82 So it's just a, they were nonstop. Oh, it's amazing. So what's your second? Right, song?
2: We got dirty movies.
1: It's a great zone.
2: Well, it's funny so this is mostly uh you know guitar that we played right here because yeah. to me what struck me about this song first, like you said great song and i was thrilled when they played it on this last tour yeah because it was such a even, that, was, you know, that was
1: wolfie who wanted atomic, to play that right
2: yes it was so he wolfie really was wanted to go to the, the back soundless. catalog and, and yeah. he that's why you heard things like women in love and yeah. you heard these songs you so wouldn't good. normally hear which is so great but this is one even the atomic punks wouldn't play i mean I, I remember i would yell it out and they didn't play it but Such a great song, but to me, what's fantastic, I mean, first of all, you can, you know, you see the time it was recorded. Clearly, Mm -hmm. those lyrics, Dave was spending a lot of time at the Pussycat Theater or whatever. (laughs) This is when, you know, Deep Throat and all these things were shown, so it's great. But what strikes me about that guitar part we just heard is, you know, the way Eddie can, I mean, Eddie literally turns his guitar into a, but you can hear just how raunchy the squeals are in that song and everything. He turns it into X-rated I mean it's just this guy could could take anything and and make this guitar sound like mm. like any emotion good and, bad happy sad and here's the dirty thing. sexual
1: if uh, if, it, if it ain't broke don't fix it so we continue to have Ted Teppelman behind the boards mm-hmm. on this and the thing is these albums don't sound like a band doing the same thing over and over they're not no they're not these these albums sound other than mm-hmm. like we said van Halen one and two sound similar but then they're they're growing and progressing and they're doing. things. No, but different it's like things. we said.
2: This is this these, you know. These are they're not autobiographical, but they are. I mean, you can yeah. clearly hear every stage in their life. Yeah. That that this is this is where this is, and you see mm-hmm. this band, and and you also see you know, like I said, you can you can see the times. I mean, this yep. is clearly late seventies, early eighties. This is you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then as we get into the MTV era, it becomes more yeah. of a, you know, so it's just, I mean, they, they, they go with the times, they go with where they are in their life, mm-hmm. and that's what's amazing. But they're also distinctly Van Halen. Absolutely. That's the miracle of, of these six.
1: So here's um my my last song. And again, it's not Unchained. It's not... Um, yeah,
2: Unchained was, it's funny. It's not
1: Sinner or Swing, this which is, is
2: great. This is, but it's funny, Fair Warning is one of those albums that the only real sort of single people remember is unchanged so it's sort of that was when i was like you can't do that because that's the that's the expected yes
1: so i didn't do it either Mm -hmm. but but yet again this album gets more play than (laughs) women and children first ever gets played for
2: that's that's right
1: but uh my next song is i hear about it later Oh.
2: yeah I'll great. tell you what else I love about this song um if anyone out there listening hasn't heard it I'm sure anyone' listening to this has seen this mm-hmm. pull up the YouTube video of this from those Oakland shows yeah. and you also see this this to me was the height of certainly Eddie and Dave just loving playing with the each other The camaraderie I mean there there's you know you, you see at the very beginning of the, you know there's a there's a um, choreography of them sort of jumping, Eddie jumping in time with his guitar and the yeah. two of them jumping up and back and forth on stage. And it's just, you see these these two guys really just enjoying playing.
1: When does it start to go wrong? Is that in Van Halen Rising? Do we know when it starts to go You south?
2: know, it's not, Van Halen Rising is really about just how they sort of formed and that beginning of the top. So okay. you don't see that. And I don't think it was... Here, I mean, I think it's, you know, as we get closer to, my, my sense is the crack started in Diver Down, which we will talk about, but, but here was sort of the, the peak of this, and there's a great, it's hard to find now, but Life Magazine did a piece on them from this tour, mm-hmm. and it just was, this was, you know, in some ways, even though they didn't have their greatest success in terms of sales you know, the charts no, or no, sales this album was not but this to me was this was 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 peak van halen
1: yeah this is a this was a big critical success but not a mm-hmm. big album and i gotta i'm gonna be honest i think a lot of the reason for this album sales is that album cover
2: yeah i think that i think absolutely that right. really hurt mm-hmm. hurt them you know what i think you, you it's funny <laughs> you know and i don't think i'd ever thought of that to but i think you're absolutely right yeah,
1: it's um it's just not a good mm-hmm. album cover. So then we go to... Uh, now, this... Man, dive this, is down, this is a
2: fascinating album. Yeah.
1: I mean, because they released a single, mm-hmm. Pretty, Oh, Pretty Woman. Yes. And then it, did, it does so well mm-hmm. that the record company wants an album.
2: And Eddie... And they're tired. I think says... Uh, Dave, I don't think was tired. Dave, I think was insane. He was ready to go. Dave was ready to go. But Dave also... I think I mean, I remember when Eddie really hated Dave, which was the beginning of the, the Hagar years. Yeah. It was right around when OU812 came out and Eddie in an interview. And he said, you know, the difference is, you know, Sammy, like, we work and we write songs. Yeah. And you hear when it's love. Like, like, we really work hard. Dave had this philosophy that, you know, with a cover song, you're 50% there already. Right. And that was... He's and not wrong. Again, he's not wrong. And this is a guy that, you know, they really sort of got their chops playing covers i mean both both when they were when they were apart and then when they they were together and they like i said they knew how to make these these songs their own
1: but this uh this album there's only Mm -hmm. there's three instrumentals there's only there's only four original songs Mm -hmm. on
2: this that's right
1: i don't care for this album cover either
2: this is this is a bizarre it's so
1: it's so lazy i mean the, what would make this better is if that VH was there mm-hmm. instead of the van. Yeah, I mean, I get it. That, that's, this album's called Diver Down, and that's the Diver Down flag. I get it, but it felt
2: so... like Dave had gone on a scuba diving expedition yeah. and just had the idea for this. It 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 it, it feels lazy. Like uh, I don't want to call the album lazy, but it it feels it's a like, hodgepodge. It's like um, you know the Spaghetti Incident or GNR mm-hmm. Lies for Guns and Roses. You know, yeah, it, it's yeah. one of those ones. I don't even, but I don't want to call it an ancillary album yeah. either because there's some stuff on here that's as good as, and, and as lasting as anything Van Halen did. And
1: yeah, there's, 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 again, I mean, you again, I love, coinc- uh, I love Oh Pretty Woman. I think, oh, Pretty Woman I think is great. fantastic.
2: And this coincided with that Us Festival performance. Yes. Where this, again, this is, this is where this is, this is in some ways peak Van Halen. And, but yeah, the greatest, they're
1: still riding high.
2: Not only was that, that, um, that show great, but that, uh, that poster they did, if you remember, the Memorial Day poster where they're doing the the lifting the flag at, at Iwo Jima. Yes, yes, yes I do remember that I poster. I mean, man, that was a great poster.
1: So uh, I'm going to let you start it out on this uh, on Diver Down.
2: Well, we'll we'll start with Pretty Woman, okay? It
1: had a great instrumental too that it went did. into it called yes. Intruder. and um, they made a video for this that Well did,
2: that's what I was going to say, you know, two things about this this song. One is, you know, th- th- this was you know, you really got me it was one thing, but yeah. this was one where this became a big top 40 hit for yeah, them. Yeah. It did. And then yes, this was the beginning of the video era even though this was a video that was deemed too controversial did not for MTV. Get and it's funny you look at it now.
1: Even the van, even the video compilation that's mm-hmm. out doesn't have this on no, it. No,
2: it. it's fascinating. And you 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 can see the video online yeah. and it never made sense to me now. I mean, were people in 1983 that I, I mean, I I don't quite understand what it is other than Dave Appears to be a bit androgynous, right? And there's, there's a some, woman who's androgynous. There's Some midgets in it, and there's some little people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know but, what it is. Uh, the
1: woman, yeah. they take her wig off at the end. And it's they a take guy. A bit, it's uh, a guy,
2: and it's a guy. I or, guess.
1: And, and in I men- don't
2: even know if it's a guy or if it's a. I mean, it's supposed to. It looks like a guy. Yeah. But but it's but it is so bizarre to me. But it clearly, as you can see, mm-hmm. Dave loves this new medium. Yes, and he again, loves it. and. The rest of the band, I think Michael is sort of fine with it. Yeah, Alex if, can take it or leave it. But Eddie, Eddie clearly no hates this. Hates it. And this is this is where there are some some cracks in the fault line. Like yeah.
1: I think I think Dave would have went. uh David Lee Roth would have went the David Bowie route with this new medium. He would have made oh. a, he would have made a video for every single song on Diver Down. If well, he was allowed to.
2: Depending, yeah, I mean if, if if we you know get to when you talk about you know Crazy from the Heat, how that was going to be yeah. a you know, and that to me is. It might have been a horrible movie, but it would have been a beautiful mess if the Crazy from the Heat movie yeah, that, yeah, yeah. had come out. Oh, my Because God. Been this ridiculous. is a guy that, that this was made for, yeah. and it, it was amazing. And you can see with this that that's the beginning of this. So this is a very, for many reasons, you know, a, a very interesting song in the Van Halen catalog.
1: So I went to, uh, they went back to their Ray Davies Kinkswell. Yes. And this is a pretty, this is this is not a song that people knew.
2: They, that's right. It's
1: kind of a, if you're a Kinks fan, you know mm-hmm. it, but Van Halen fans wouldn't have known this song. And this is uh, Where Have All The Good mm-hmm. Times Gone. And this kicks off the album. My yep. life,
0: I never stopped to worry about a thing. Open up and shout it out never try to sing. Wonderful
1: a solid cover. I like that song a lot.
2: It's a, so again, this is this is you know Van Halen taking a song and make it their own. Yeah, that's the other difference with Pretty Woman too, where it's basically you know if Roy Orbison had Eddie Van Halen, mm. that's what that song would have sounded yeah. like. This is again, it's it's a good song, and,
1: and again, ballsy to take one of Roy Orbison's biggest hits, right, mm-hmm. and cover
2: it, and cover it, but cover it the way you know there really wasn't. Uh, you know, that much You know, in- mm-hmm. inventiveness there But, you know, this, again, you're right where, where have all the good times gone Great, great version of that song
1: Now What's what's your next song? Because I hope my, it's what I
2: My next song is a Little Guitars
1: This is one of the best Van Halen songs ever
2: it, So this is, this is The other interesting about this album
1: This is like the diamond you can call of the this, whole album In my opinion Yes, you this can, can call the this song. the
2: covers album You can call whatever This, it was all worth it for this 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 one song. This one song. Yes,
1: for this one, one of the four originals Mm -hmm. is amazing.
2: That's exactly right.
3: Again, an example
2: of everybody coming in here. Alex. Now here comes Eddie. You're going to hear Mike banging away. Signally, that I'm in trouble again, and I can't get free. You're
0: exactly what the doctor said. Come on, talk to me. Can't grow before I'm out of the woods, but there's exceptions to your right.
3: Signally, I'll be well
1: with you. I don't even know what the song's about either. No, I really don't know what it's about.
2: No, I don't think Dave does either. No, but he just—it's it, it, the classic example of Dave yeah. taking a bunch of words and somehow <laughs> making making Make, sense making it of it work. all. Yeah, that's right. And not only that, but um, you know, we played the beginning of the song, but the end of the song, where Eddie just just keeps playing that yeah. that that part, that outro, and it's so good. And even better live. Yeah, I mean, it's just you know.
1: Did they do this on the last tour?
2: I think they did on the last tour. They did it on the first reunion tour. Mm-hmm. And then I think they did it there. And they did, you know, again, the us festival was, was right when this yeah. came out. So they're just, this song had just come out and you hear it. And, and that's where you could see, this is a band loving playing this, yeah. this song. It's a new song. It's a classic song.
1: Now, some of the, you know, some, some of the filler on here for me is dancing in the street.
2: It's just, it's, <sighs> it's funny. It's, it's filler, but, but, it's good filler. It's good filler. <laughs> I love this song, and I and I toyed with putting that there. I I, I really really Eddie's love guitar this song.
1: makes it. work. Well, you
2: can hear and, and Dave. I think clearly, lo- you know, well he Dave likes that. Loves he loves that Montown. music. Yes, he loves that yes. era. So I think he loves playing tribute. But Eddie, as good as his guitar is, there again, if you can look on a YouTube link when mm-hmm. they played this song live, it really it, it, it it's it's it it's good great. live. Oh, it's fantastic!
1: Um, Happy trails. It's fine. It's a fun album closer, but it's not. You know what I mean? It's
2: a fun one, but it's also it's one of those those tricks that they Mm. used to do when they played like radio stations. You know, if you look at the beginning Mm. of the um, uh, uh, "Dance the Night Away" video, they do uh, you know that three students, hello, 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 Hello. and this is sort of you know again, it's the it's the party tricks they used to do, and this is that that's the thing. This is clearly. Them trying to fill out an album.
1: Yeah, and and they, yeah, so they, and Big Bad Bill, I like it. It gets. Uh, well, here's what's great about d- that. Uh, You've got Eddie on, on on Clarinet,
2: which is fantastic.
1: And that sounds like a song that Dave might have recorded for his EP, the uh, Crazy from the Heat type of well, a thing. Well,
2: either from the EP or it would have gone somewhere on um, mm-hmm. uh, Eat 'em and Smile.
1: So, in your theory, this is a Dave album.
2: This to me is a Dave. Well, this is. Hey, guys, we can do the album. They need the album. Yeah. Let me give you five covers to do. And it is it is more of a Dave album. And it is, you know, right after this, uh, I think it's pretty common knowledge. This is when Eddie built 5150. Yeah. And it was, okay, we're going to record out of my house now.
1: Yeah. So you can't have mm-hmm. as much say anymore.
2: You're not going to Well, it wasn't even Dave. It's from, it was Dave, but also Ted, too. Hmm. I mean, I think there was a clear Dave and Ted faction, and then there was... Alex and Eddie, and then there was Michael who was he was like um uh the uh Derek Smalls of the group he was like you know he's talking about you know uh um uh Saint Hubbins is fire and right. uh, Nigel is ice, and I'm sort of in the middle like lukewarm water right you know <laughs>
1: so then uh, they do get a they, they tour they tour with diver down they too. tour with
2: diver down they do they, they do got a big them to, tour. yeah they got them the, the other tour thing too. that happened around this time too we need to remember is and it Eddie, sold
1: it's sold better than fair warning oh, it was sold huge four well, million you know, albums. You've,
2: you've got pretty woman you've you've got yeah some some pop on there right um and you've got a you know dave has a bigger presence now yeah. dave is dave is becoming a an idol here um the other it's major like a, and
1: here's my, here's my thing with Diver Down, which puzzles me, is because we know from we know from um uh, a different kind of truth that they they purge their mm-hmm. back catalog. The demos, yes. their demos. Mm-hmm. So those demos still existed at yes. the time of Diver Down. Why mm-hmm. didn't they purge some of those
2: why didn't they use some of those then? It's a, it's a really good question. And um it's funny. I'm glad they did them at yeah. some point. I don't know if, you've yeah, I don't care. You, if you had you heard the demos before that? I did, I it have was a, one have you a, could you it, could buy yeah. like off eBay and yeah, yeah. stuff. They I, had the Looney had Tunes them. cover and everything. Yes. And I remember hearing She's the Woman and yeah. thinking, God, this is the best song they'd never, record. they never and recorded. And I was so glad they finally did because that yeah. is a classic Van It would have fit in perfectly here, too, by yeah. the way.
1: Yeah, it's funny, because people are like, no, they didn't write new songs, they just did this. I'm like, well, they, they did write yes. those songs. no, that's right. Who no, cares when That they wrote drives them? me crazy. It doesn't Anybody matter who when they that, wrote I, them.
2: I can't even, uh, th- yeah. that, that drives me insane. Because I say,
1: do you like the songs? Yeah. yeah. Well, then mm-hmm. who
2: gives a shit when right. they were written. That's exactly right. But I was
1: really, I'm really, I'm really surprised they didn't pull some of those, more of those for Dagger No, Down. it's a good idea, but I think,
2: no. again, they, they, they went through it. It's clearly an album that, you know, the Eddie, more than anyone else, yeah. didn't want to play. And the other thing I was going to say, we need to remember Eddie got married yes. during this album to Valerie Bertinelli. Mm-hmm. And that was Barbara another Cooper, turn. Barbara by Cooper. Barbara Cooper. Barbara Cooper. It's well before
1: uh, your time, Kyle.
2: mm yeah,
1: I know who she is, but yeah, I don't This is know. Valerie Burnell. You know her as the chubby girl.
2: <laughs> yes, that's right. You know her from Jenny Craig. Yeah, you
1: know her from yep. Jenny Craig. But uh, you know what's funny? Her, her and Eddie, when they got married, they looked like brother and sister. Like, they look alike. They had it's the same kind yeah. of right. feathered hair. The they feathered had the hair. same mm-hmm. kind of a round face mm-hmm. and a wider nose. Yes. They look very, very brother and sister to me.
2: Yes, I'm sure they'd be... Thrilled if you if if, they, if they're listening yeah. these, but look, I mean clearly Eddie is uh, Van Halen uh, from the Netherlands yeah. Bertinelli, Italian yeah so yeah hopefully there's um, something going on there
1: so then we so then a couple years go by we get not to, even a
2: couple yeah. Diver Down's 83. 82. Uh, 82, but they play through eighty three
1: and this comes out and in January this comes out of 84. January
2: first of nineteen eighty four.
1: And uh, this is nineteen eighty four. It's nineteen eighty four. And uh, you like this album cover. I don't like this album cover. I don't like I hate smoking so much that when I I, I, I don't like smoking. When you I see gotta smoking- go
2: back to this is in nineteen eighty four, nobody knew that that smoking was, was, was bad. I I I completely get what you're saying. Yeah. But drop the cigarette make it may get some other advice that's that's not as bad as smoking. If and he has a bottle the, of Jack
1: in his hand, then I y- like. It would have been fun, exactly. I yeah, but I, I love
2: like the, you know, I, I mean, I love. If this it.
1: baby has a needle in its arm, I'm all on
2: board. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Or I or think like that powder was under House his nose. Of Chains, <laughs> I think, did that cover.
1: <laughs> so this is this album's just a, a juggernaut of 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 singles and videos. and videos. They finally, and videos. they finally, mm-hmm. Eddie gets on board with the videos, and MTV starts plays mm-hmm. these videos. Yeah constantly
2: no this is and and this was my introduction to van halen Mm. because there was there was a show called friday night video fights on mtv yes yep and i remember that's when i first see this video and they start talking about every week so i mean it was crazy it was the simplest thing you'd have a video you'd have a contender and you know it would move on I think you retired after 10 weeks or something but <laughs> this one came on and it just and you see and they just keep and talking which about one? how which song are you talking about this was oh it was Jump excuse me okay. Jump's the first video okay um, it's did not, you pick Jump? No, I did Jump? not pick Jump. I did pick it okay well we can talk about Jump
1: let's play it yeah let's play it first I get
0: up and nothing gets me down You got With the And get to I don't
1: even need to get to the chorus It's so good, it's just up to there This is one of those songs, this is like uh, I never get sick of this song It's like, I never get sick of Thin Lizzy's Jailbreak mm-hmm. I never get sick of Fool in the Rain by Led Zeppelin No I never, This sounds brand new to me every single time
2: No, it's fantastic And there's I turn it up, different. when this comes on
1: the radio I turn it, I still turn it up
2: this I is another it. one too Where everyone gets to shine In this song yeah. Especially if you look At the video Which is them playing And mm-hmm. you know Supposedly it cost 130 bucks And most of that money Went to beer Yeah But um, you know You look in the middle Where um, You know It's it's where the keyboard Is And you mm-hmm. look at There's a shot of Alex Just banging the shit yeah. Out of that drum And, and, then, and sweating profusely yep. And he and has a simple
1: thing Where it's Yes that's and right he grabs the symbol no, exactly. And stops it I love it You see
2: it. I, mean, I mean Everything about it Everyone is great It's mm-hmm. also one of those ones I've got to imagine, because I think it's the same way when anyone hears it the first time, they knew when they recorded it, this is a smash hit. Number yeah. One. It really only happens a handful of times. I mean, I will tell you, embarrassingly, I remember the first time I heard uh, Believe by Cher, which is such an irritating <laughs> song, but I thought, God, this song's going to be a number one hit. I could just, I remember hearing it. when, yeah. And that, and, and there's there's not a ton of songs like that. This is mm-hmm. one of those songs.
1: And, um, so much fun. It's still so much fun. It's just it a fun and and from what I always read is Dave didn't really want Eddie to play keyboard, which doesn't make sense. Well that's he said like that, no one wants to hear you the, guitar that, hero playing keyboard.
2: Yes, exactly. And and I'm sure he had that theory, but clearly he wrote these lyrics, he was yeah. on board with the song. Yeah. Uh, got a
1: keyboard know. solo in the middle.
2: Yeah. Into a I mean, guitar a keyboard, solo. No, guitar board guitar, guitar, guitar solo soul, into, into a keyboard, keyboard solo. solo. Yeah, and it's just amazing. All great. But again, you talk about how fun it is, but it's fun, written like no one else could write fun. I mean, yeah. those lyrics that Dave says, you know, can't you, know, can you hear me, see me standing here I've got my back against a wrecking machine? Yeah. I ain't the worst that you've seen. Can't you see what I mean? I mean, yeah. that's something, you know, that they never had after that. I know. It's the best. You know, it's so good. What's so uh, good. what's your first song? My first song is Panama. You again can't. this is just when you think they've gone pop you at the keyboard to yeah. get this, this a hard out. rock intro it's ridiculous it's that squeal again as great as a solo as you can still hear that bass you can hear those drums I know.
1: And that guitar is just oh, yeah.
0: uh-huh. What's that sound? She oh,
1: down. I still I don't know what this song's about either.
2: Well, there's it, a lot of it, it, there's different things. I think Dave has even said it's about a car, it's about a stripper, it's about but again, it's about right. fun.
1: He's got an off ramp running through his bedroom, yeah. which you can't. Right. You don't get better than that. Lyric. You don't
2: get better than that lyric. And you you know, this is another one too where this video, nothing but I mean, this is. It's, and it's if just, you could it's, do it's, anything you want to live in these guys world you see you know yeah. eddie and and dave cruising around in that that old car that he had with the top down yeah. it's
1: almost like a monkeys mm-hmm. video because oh, I, it's, I mean it's, it's just nonsense
2: there's that that um the very end of the first chorus where there's a bunch of them there's about 150 of them crammed in a room just yeah. holding up their drinks yes say in panama they all take turns on the on the rig just just going and everybody has a different way of doing it. Dave floats to the air. And Eddie's, Eddie's just by hang, hanging yes, by his exactly. leg. And it's Nuts. just, you know, I mean, it is, it's just, you're right. And it's funny. I would never have thought of that. The monkeys video, but you're absolutely right.
1: And um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's great. And um, mm-hmm. this is a song. This was not, this is not one of the, one of the big songs off it. And I've played this song before on the show. I know I have, mm. but I still love it so much. It's top Jimmy. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. some friends of mine just the other night went to hear this cool cat on they said he sang so good that the roof fell in and he didn't even stop the show they don't remember the place, but they remember the face and now everybody
3: You
2: I love know, that song. It's such a great song. First of all, you see, you know, you hear about Dave. He had all those musical influences yep. from his Uncle Manny and all And because uh, this is about that, uh, you know, the blues singer. Yeah. And this too is the difference between, you know, like when Kiss did that disco album mm-hmm. and they felt that, you know, yeah. and it was, a. this is, they, they can do popular songs, by the way, that are fantastic. Mm-hmm. We talk about just Jump is just a monster and these songs are great. But this is, this, this is a great, it, it, it's just a great track. It's it's not for everybody. You have to be a real Van Halen fan. Yeah. There are people who bought 1984 simply because of Jump and Not for Teacher. Yeah, yeah. But this is you know th- this this is a great great song.
1: And uh, what's your next song? What's your second My song? My next
2: song. It's interesting. I'll tell you why. But it was All uh, Wait.
1: And we know who <clears throat> someone helps write this.
2: Hmm. That's right.
1: He's a crooner now. Yes, he is. This is as close as Van Halen gets to a ballad. Well, gave, gave. So this is... Saw them on the 1984 tour. I saw this tour too.
2: Must have been a good, to, but from what I understand, this is when, you know, like we were saying with the fair warning tour. This is, you know, you saw the two of them in sync. From what I understand, it w- they were all sort of separated.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was big, much bigger staging. Right. So they were, like, mm-hmm. really spread out on stage, and there wasn't a lot of interaction. No,
2: that that's what it sounds yeah. like. And it's funny. So this is, I picked this song for, I, I, I like this song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard not to. It's It's, you know, just rhythmically, it's great. Yeah. But this, to me, is the, obviously, they didn't know this was going to happen, but this is the first glimpse into what post-David Lee Roth, Van Halen is going to sound like. Yeah, this, yeah. to me, is a Sammy Hagar, Van Halen song. It's yeah. so amazing Mike, they didn't sing it. Yeah. Because um, he could have sang this. He could have sang this. Well, this is not... Dave sings about getting the girl, discarding yeah. the girl. What, you know? Yeah. He does not sing about wanting the girl, right. waiting for... The, That's Dave, what Sammy, David Sammy Lee Roth, sings about Sammy that. Sammy sings about that. David Lee Roth does not wait for anybody.
1: And Sammy's a romantic and Dave's like Sammy let's get it done.
2: Dave, I can't even imagine what Dave singing "Why Can't This Be Love" would sound like. <laughs> I mean, I I, I just because I've oft, I've often thought of that. God, what would it sound like for Dave singing the Sammy songs? Can't imagine. But this is Sammy could have Sammy would have been better on this song. And
1: this was uh, co-written by Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald because which, Ted Templeman produced mm-hmm. the Doobie Brothers yes, at that that's time. that's right. And um, now, as far as the. It, this has great songs on it, but as as an album, I don't like it that
2: much. Yes, I agree
1: because I don't I don't really care for the the three songs that we don't know. I don't care for "Drop Dead Legs," "Girl Gone Bad," and, and, House, and "House of, of Pain, Pain" that much. I just well, I just "House of
2: Pain" was it was a, again that was one of those those filler songs yes, that they had had forever, forever. Uh, I, I actually like "Drop Dead Legs," and mm. I was thrilled when they played that in the last tour. Oh, they did! That
1: was that's cool. They did; it was good. But uh, but the the singles on this song are so massive, and that's why this sold again. The In the videos, million that, million the, the the videos.
2: Company too. Yeah, I mean, it was great. But you can clearly see not some, and it's funny. The videos all escalate. Jump is they're all having a great time because yes. they're playing on stage, right? Panama, it's a little more, but, but boy, Hot for Teacher goes into full-blown yeah. Dave. Like, it's funny, if All weight is, is all, you know, what, what Sammy Hagar Van Halen can yeah. see, Hot for Teacher, that's all Dave. Both yeah. the, the lyrics of the song and, um, and even the guitar player yeah. is a little bit Steve Vai-esque. Yeah. And, a- and you look at that video and you can see Eddie especially is just miserable. <laughs> this is not, he does not want to be, be, you know, goofing around in a school, right. that thing where they've got the, the, the prom tuxedos on or yep, whatever, and they go. this is so not, and, and Waldo and boy, and Dave is just, in he's heaven. eating it up. This is what, this is what he was living yeah, for.
1: Yeah. He's wants to be Groucho Absolutely.
2: Marx. Oh, he does. And he finally gets to do it. And then, you know, you still get peak Dave in the California girls video, which comes right on the heels of that.
1: And then the, um and this is the hot for teacher is such a, it's not a traditional song. It doesn't really have no verses and choruses. It's just like a jam with some talking it's a and jam, then,
2: but you, but there's little things, you know, Alex's yeah. drum intro mm-hmm. is about it. You know, as good as oh, anything you'll hear. Yeah.
1: yeah that's, that's, it's, um, it's
2: good, but, but it is Dave, you know, he speaks a lot of the lyrics, but yep. then, but then there's parts, then they go into the singing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's fantastic.
1: And then, and sadly, this is, this is, then this is the end of, Van Halen. This is it. This is it. The beginning yeah. the beginning for you was the end.
2: The beginning was the end. <laughs> I mean it it was amazing. I mean I still remember that was fourth so fifth grade is the next year and more and and just saying oh my god they broke up. And and every boy was just, it was, it was devastated. I mean, these these guys were so cool. Well,
1: you couldn't believe it, because back then there wasn't internet and everything, so you didn't know no. there was any rumblings or any no, problems. No, none of that.
2: And if you look back now, you can see old interviews. You know, Dave had done Letterman mm-hmm. that January 1st, 1985. And he talks about, you know, Dave says, oh, there's rumblings. He said, no, I'm going to stick around at least another year. Yeah. I'm going to be, you know. And um, No. And it wasn't meant to be. And it's always so curious, because you hear Two different, you know, you hear Dave, you know, Dave saying, no, Eddie, you know, one says, no, he didn't, he kicked me out. No, he, yeah, we no, fired No, he quit. Him. I know. He that's quit. always, the,
1: Van Halen's always the story. He said, crazy. he said, he said, he mm-hmm. said.
2: That's right. Exactly.
1: But, uh, but then Dave releases an EP. Dave releases an crazy EP. Crazy from the Heat. Crazy from the Heat. And um, he's got a, he gets a massive hit. It's all covers.
2: It's all covers, yes.
1: Including uh, just the gigolo, which is massive. It's like a song that But it's it massive. It, but it
2: was it was all the, it was all in reverse. It was massive because of the video. Yes. That's yes. the only reason yeah. that song was big. Not that it, it's a good song, but that song never would have been a hit. No,
1: if that comes on the radio you're like, What is this
2: That's right, garbage? exactly? But yeah, with exactly. the video.
1: But but the um the cover of California Girls is pretty good, and I think some of the Beach Boys even do some harmony vocals on it. They do. So let's hear a little bit Damn. of California Girls, and then we'll get into the real David Lee Roth solo. Because this was just a fun thing. It this was. This was like a throw-off. Right. It, it was. Throw That's off. right. This is Carl Wilson and Christopher Cross do the background vocals on uh, "California Girls." That's interesting. Yeah, so it's uh, so this this easily at this point Van Halen isn't broken up. We no one knows they're broken up. They're correct? not broken up. And this could have easily been. Oh, Dave did this fun EP, and, well, and then a Van Halen album's coming.
2: This is this is another band. Or at least Eddie, it's really again, and it's Eddie and Dave. Yeah. It's it's really them, and these guys seem to really begrudge anyone else having any kind of success because supposedly and i'm sure it's true yeah. dave was furious when he heard eddie solo on uh, beat it because eddie's <laughs> part of the biggest album of all time yeah yeah and dave's and that's dave's
1: that, not on that album
2: that's dave's not on the album and he's gone out and now you know here's dave and i think they they think oh this guy wants to be a movie star he wants mm. to know, you know so
1: how did they not get eddie in the video for beat it it's amazing,
2: isn't it? I know.
1: I mean, if he would have been, but who in that-
2: knew? I don't think they knew what they had, both in terms of Eddie or that song right. or these videos. I mean, I think they shot these videos. I mean, it was MTV was sort of in yeah. its nascent stages, so I don't think anybody knew at that point.
1: Um, so then they 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 they, they officially break up. Yeah, you know, you know
2: what, April first, nineteen eighty-five, he- they break up.
1: <laughs> Here's a but. That's, easy to that, remember. That's not a good day though, because then you're like, oh, that's a joke, that right? Was, They're not really breaking exactly up. That's
2: exactly right. Yes.
1: Here's where I think uh, here's one of the things I th- some animosity that I, this is my theory about Eddie and and Michael Anthony. Um from the from the get go, they shared writing credit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I th- and then when nineteen eighty four was re released, Michael didn't have credit on Jump, mm-hmm. Hot for Teacher, and uh and Panama. Yeah. Just the three. I, like, I don't know if Michael really did write much on those songs, mm-hmm. but I think that was the... They went in saying, hey, we're a band. We're all going to share writing that's credit. Right. And I think Eddie was tired of giving away that fourth of that money mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And um, and so I think he harbors some... That's my opinion. I think he harbors animosity because Mike is getting that no, publishing money. I think money.
2: it's true. And... Uh, unfortunately, it's it's sort of a cliche. I mean, this is yeah. what happens. You see it in every band.
1: Because when you're kids, you don't know no. that the publishing is gonna is gonna well, help you retire. And
2: it's funny they um, in in the dirt they have this this um, diagram that I think they call the machine, and it says, oh, you know, you start and you're on the ascent, and it's it's great. You don't know any better, and then you hit that that you hit the top, and then you start you get spit out by the machine, mm-hmm. and you get and, and I think that's that's what happened exactly. Yeah. There's people saying. You know what are you doing? You're the you you're the band. It's yeah. your name. It's it's your guitar. You know you're playing the guitar. I think that yeah. that's exactly right.
1: Now, then, in uh, July seventh, nineteen eighty six, Dave releases Eat Him and Smile. Yes. Um, did his album come out before fifty one fifty?
2: No, fifty one fifty came out right before. Sorry. No, because Ted, so Ted, Ted took Dave. No, Dave got Ted in the divorce. Or Ted, Ted took. Yes. You know, like I said, I don't think that Eddie wanted. Ted. I mean, I think that he was ready to do something different. Well, he wanted full control. And I think that when you have Dave, Dave, you know, Dave is saying, no, we got to have Ted. I mean, Dave still has a a share in the band. Now this is fully, fully Eddie's band. Right.
1: And Dave, but Dave, Dave handpicks, an amazing band. Yes. Billy Sheehan who was in a Billy band uh, well, he was in
2: Talis I yes, think. Yes, he was in Talis. But an
1: amazing bass player like people yep. knew him to be a, a no, great bass player. No, Billy was the
2: first one. Billy was yeah. the first one he got in the band.
3: And Steve Vai who Steve played I. with Zappa. Mhm. Uh
1: amazing guitar and yep. Alcatraz he was in Alcatraz. Yep. And um Greg Bissonette. And yeah, I never heard of that's though I never heard of Greg before but but um yeah, so he puts together mm-hmm. uh Eat Him and Smile and uh I remember when seeing this Yankee Rose video.
2: No, I mean, it was... And there was nothing better. No, absolutely.
1: There was nothing better than Yankee Rose. Do you have that? Did you pick Yankee Rose? Yankee
2: Rose I picked, yeah. Let's play this.
1: This is a fantastic song.
2: It's a great song. Wow.
0: Well, let me roll up onto the sidewalk and take a look. Yes. Whoa. She's beautiful. I'm talking about a Yankee Rose. It's wild. wild, 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 wild. Are you ready for the new sensation? Well,
1: Such a killer song!
2: It's a great song, you know. I yeah. mean, again, classic Dave. Yep. with The lyrics supposedly this was this was when they were doing the restoration on the Statue of Liberty, and he saw it, and he wrote lyrics about the Statue yeah. of Liberty. I mean, only Dave would do this. Would do yeah. that, right. right? Right, lyrics like this. But also, you know, the, the, there's a lot of fun in Vice playing the talking yes, to the, yeah, guitar. The, talking the guitar. That's something I I would imagine Dave has he had either thought about or or told Eddie to do a million times and Eddie just not, and Eddie's not like, that, that's not what he does no. he's not he is a serious guitar player right right and that and it's just it's it is it's just so much fun and then like you said the video yeah. Which is great. And, and just, you know, to go into the movie, this was all supposed to be the soundtrack for the movie. Yeah, was so there's like
1: a mini movie before the song even starts. Right. And, With and, and Dave in just, a fat suit.
2: No, no, that's going oh, no, crazy. That's going this crazy. is when you're he's right, got right. the, um, the, Amazon, oh, the Amazon. The Amazon. The know, painting sort of the, from the cover. The painting from the cover. Yeah. And, uh, give me a bottle of anything. anything, to, anything, anything to, no, give me a dozen donuts and a bottle of anything to go. It's crazy. It's great. Yeah.
1: So stupid.
2: So stupid, but so fun.
1: Did, I saw this tour, too. I saw the Eat Him and Smile tour. Uh,
2: I heard this was... It's pretty great. A, you know, I heard that this tour was crazy. Yeah. I remember the other thing people were saying, and it bummed me out. I, because you I got, saw the you next got, tour. You got, the, the, you got the classic tour. Van Halen songs. Oh, you got songs,
1: And you got all the, the new stuff. But the
2: other thing everybody said, the key word that always came out of it was loud. People said, I was, you know, am I hearing it? I don't remember. I don't,
1: I don't remember what. I never remember what was loud and what wasn't, but I remember it was mm-hmm. a big, you know, bombastic. Yeah. You know, the first, uh, I picked him. a song that actually uh, Billy Sheehan wrote and he brought from Talis mm-hmm. It's basically a cover of a Talis song, but it's, it's a rocks. It's called Shy Boy.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm a sage, I'm in a range, but you, I never fool. Well, I can rock with anyone. Shy boy, shy boy, shy boy, shy boy give it one more time boy, shy boy, shy boy, shy boy, shy boy, shy boy, shy boy give it one more time boy, you make me
1: nervous I'm excited to hear what your uh, second song is, huh?
2: My second song is, and it's sort of, you know, uh maybe some of the same reasons you picked Shy Boy was uh, Elephant Gun.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Wow. Well, call his lover,
0: call it murder! Get his bad man. And uh if you if
1: you uh, if you don't count the well, if you count the Billy Sheehan song, there's four covers on this. He does Right. I'm easy, that's life. Tobacco Road. And Tobacco Road, which is my next song. So let's hear Tobacco Road.
0: I was born in a drunk.
1: Yeah, I remember. Um, I, st- I still love fifty. I love fifty one fifty better. Well, than... Th- what what album do you like better? Do you like fifty one fifty or Eat 'em and
3: Smile?
2: It depends. You know, it depends on how you feel. As feeling. a rock, is is a rock? I mean, Eat 'em and Smile is a real. You know, that that's much closer to the classic Van Halen sound. Sure, than sure. Fifty one fifty, and I think you know. In some ways, I don't know if you'd call it brave, but it is. You know, it. it, it you know, it, it wasn't. It could have been more commercial, I guess, or Dave could have had some more commercial stuff. But other than you know, Yankee Rose and Crazy uh, going, going Crazy, which going for the crazy two is singles, a great
1: song. yeah, those, are great, those singles. are great songs. But
2: those are those are singles, and they're sort of more poppy. But Fifty One Fifty is clearly, you know, the more commercial record. Yeah. But this is just this, this is a hard rocker. So yeah. I think you know I like that. I mean, I think probably, you know, whatever I was uh, twelve at the time mm-hmm. or almost thirteen. The Fifty One Fifty was much more, you know. It, it, it was fun. It was just a fun pop record. I, yeah. I, I like Sammy Hagar. You know, I'd heard some of some of his starts solo out front
1: with Hello Baby. Yeah, exactly. No dreams. It, it, it and, is. It's just yeah.
2: it, it. It's it's great. But um, this this one to me mm-hmm. as, as a you know just just this is a this is a really tight band playing yeah. hard rock. I mean, all three of those songs that we just heard. Well, really can, hard rockers
1: I can remember You know I loved 5150 so much And then I remember MTV teasing Debut of the new David Lee Roth World premiere yes. Yankee mm-hmm. Rose And then when I saw The Yankee v- Rose video I remember calling up My friends And being like Halen's got some trouble They're Yeah gonna, they, Dave, Dave's bringing it But uh, no. but al- Song for song Album for album I'm still a 5150 guy Interesting Yeah Wow yeah. So then we get uh, 1988 We get uh, We get Skyscraper And then, <sighs>
2: Now we start uh, the Billy, beginning of the, the end, end, end of
1: David Lee Roth. Dave and Billy Sheehan. He he cuts loose. He's gone.
2: Billy Sheehan cuts loose. Yep. Now what's interesting though is that he starts out. The, you know the, first, the the first song. Is a huge hit for Dave.
1: It's a great video too because Dave. Dave's. Uh, what's he doing? What is he's he? He's rock climbing. He's rock climbing, Which and is you're what like, he
2: loved to do. I mean, I, this was it. Dave. Dave was a.
1: And this is long before Tom Cruise was climbing no. in Mission Impossible Two, and you were like, No, this
2: is what Dave did. And
1: you're like, Oh my God, that's really that's really him. Up that's there. right,
2: exactly. No, and and uh, it was you know it's, it starts so commercial. I think that's what saved him, and and why that tour was so big. But and,
1: uh, and also, this is when Dave. Dave stops wearing the hair weave that he was wearing in the Eatem and Smile videos because yes. his hair mm-hmm. is funky in these uh, yes, skyscraper videos. And
2: it only gets, gets worse it from only there. Gets you can worse. see it's, it's like the, the opposite of the progression of yeah. man. It's like the, the progression it, of Dave's hair starts to... In those,
1: uh, in those Eat Him and Smile videos, I'm like, look how great Dave's hair is I'm like, but
2: it looks different than it looked in any of the Van Halens. Halen yes. like, that's what's so was weird was thick
1: he had like bangs it was like it, looked, it was obviously yes. a weave or, a no weave.
2: he looked like it was like David Coverdale hair <laughs> yes, it was exactly. just bizarre that's exactly how it was you know
1: but um, I picked uh, I, I went with uh, I, I have Just Like Paradise so let's hear it because I do like this song oh I do too yeah it's a great tune
0: rockin' steady in her daddy's car she got the snow.
1: This was, that was written with David Lee Roth and the uh, the keyboard player at the time, Brett Tuggle.
2: Brett Tuggle, name. that's right. A uh, little bit of trivia about that song too. Besides being, I think I think it went to number three. Um, that's, in a, his that's, book, a,
1: that's a good charting song, number three. Oh, it was a good no for yeah.
2: Dave. That's a big. That, b- that's huge. a big hit. Yeah. I mean, I think that it was great for him to say on this tour because this, this this again, this is Dave at, at sort of the peak peak of yeah. his powers and now
1: and this came out before, before um O U 812 yeah, it
2: came out before Eight One Two. yeah this came out in january of 88 no, so well was, before it was well before that um and uh so 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 a few years later uh dave's manager gets a call that this new tv show wants to use this song as the theme song and i guess the manager sort of said it's Fox. It's a, you know, it's a new network. Yeah. I mean, they say, no, no, no. We're passing on that. That's not good. It was nine oh two one oh. What did you? I mean, Dave. I, I think he was. Yeah. He's like, I, I fired the manager the next day. I mean, it was just. <laughs> but it would have been perfect for yes. that for that show.
1: Absolutely. So, what's your first set? Uh, what would you pick off? Uh, uh,
2: my first song, because this is skyscraper. as we we talk about, you know, Eat 'em and Smile. As he resists, you know, he stays really hard rock. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. a, a rocker. And that's why Steve Vai th- this is, You can see why Steve Vai started to drift away With yep. Stand Up
1: Also written with Brett Tuggle
2: Yes <laughs> She
0: looks like Monroe It's a golden resonation From start to finish It's a better side Head over heels Yeah, hey, he feels a strange sensation Except head in heading number 65 job
2: It's, it's sort of like, but you can clearly see this is now you pick what that, are people listen to in 1980s. Do you
1: like this song? Because you you picked this one, or did you pick it to no, show because the,
2: this is this is where Dave just sort of goes into well, what what are the tastes of the of of. of what people are listening yeah, what's to What's right out now. there right now? What are and the kids if you see, listening to? I don't to? think there was a video for it, but he did, or maybe there was, but there was a commercial for JVC using this song and Dave. <laughs> and you can see that's exactly, this is, yeah. uh, this will be great for the JVC commercial, you know, and, and kids really like that. And there's, um, we didn't get to, we didn't hear it in the song, but you hear in the beginning and after every chorus, this, this keyboard, you know, you hear uh, Brett yeah. Tuggle playing this, a lot of keyboard. this keyboard. It's a lot of keyboard. It's so funny
1: for a guy who didn't want Eddie to play. That's it. what Maybe, I mean. I mean, it just, he that's went over what, the top keyboard to me, here.
2: this is, that, that's why this is such an, an interesting yeah.
1: song. Um, and then my next song, I picked the, the, I love the song that kicks off the album, Knuckle Bones. Yeah. And this was all The MTV used this for uh, Chris Conley hosted a movie show Yes The, on biggie, MTV. the, um,
2: the Big, the Big Picture. Picture Yes And this was
1: the theme That was To yeah. the Big Picture mm-hmm,
2: That's right
0: When the fire burns the zombie moon You feel the winds of change All the drums will tell that well, tune And you know it's true baby Can you feel the heat Of the setting sun Burning up the sun this beat has it. got mixed blood hey. And I know you too But now my mama's got the eye
1: Uh, yeah, I remember when I got this album. I was very disappointed with uh, Skyscraper. I would definitely, I think I liked four songs. I would jump around. It
2: was that—that—that's exactly right. Very disappointed. That's right.
1: Do you have—you have a second one though.
2: I do have a second one that I actually do like um, quite a bit. Damn good. This,
1: and this is a good tune. This is a good tune. Mm-hmm.
0: Time rolls on. That's as it should be Here and gone Seems to move so quickly Man, we was happy in our restless hearts It was heaven right here on earth yeah, we were laughing as we reached for the stars. And we had some for what it was worth. Those were good times.
1: Dave's voice sounds really great on that well, song. Well, first
0: of all,
2: there Dave does Melancholy really well. Yeah, And uh, we didn't play it, but on Crazy from the Heat, he does a cover of Coconut Grove. That's also fantastic, and and sounds a little mm. bit like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. And I also, I don't think it's it's ever been you know d- d- anyone's acknowledged. This is not a song people really talk about. Yeah. But I assume he's 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 singing, singing about, about Van, Van Halen. Hanen. Yeah. And damn you listen, good to, it's really bittersweet. Yeah. You know, it's um, and and you listen. To, no, I mean the, his voice sounds great. You know, the, the this is one again. Stand up feels like a song that. He just, you know, he he wrote just, in five minutes, right, yeah. and we got to put it, you know, just just uh, get, put some keyboards in there. This is one it feels like he really he really worked on.
1: It's so funny too because you would think a song like "Damn Good" would come like four or five albums after he's he's
2: been out of Van Halen. But no, this, that was the other yeah, exactly the second this album is, after being the Van Halen. Second album, he's already a few years like later. Oh, and this is and pretty great. About, yeah, and he still is on top of the world.
1: Yeah, um, that was the that was Dave's longest album ever to that point that was right. 41 minutes That's which right. was like a, yeah. a normal a whopping album whopping 41 minutes whopping yes. 41 minutes now the next album
2: uh, mm. I, you know like I, I do like it but it's it's a fesshem. I, I felt really bad because I agree I think that you know Dave seems a little bit re-entered he's getting back to classic Dave
1: Bob Rock is producing this Bob Rock's this.
2: producing it a couple of things happened. one was Dave's getting older you know you said the, the hair is, is starting to, to fall out so I saw
1: this tour and Dave not had not many did I, yeah, I said, who was it? It was, it was, it was, uh, it was, I saw it in, I lived in Chicago. Mm-hmm. It was extreme. Yeah. Cinderella.
2: Ironically, and, Gary Sharon. Yes,
1: yeah. I know. And then Dave. And Dave's hair, very, very th- thin. And he had it, it was, like combed over. Yeah. And then had like a little ponytail. Yeah. And it was, the combed over part was sprayed like mm-hmm. solid so it wouldn't even move. No, this is, really this, this is
2: where, you know, unfortunately, time starts catching up with Dave. Yes. The other thing that happened was, Musical taste starts surpassing him. This is right when Grunge. Nirvana breaks, yep. Pearl Jam breaks, and also this album was released right around the time of uh, the the uh, Iraq War, and uh, that was a, a Desert Storm, and that was that was another thing nobody wanted to hear a David Lee Roth fun fun, <laughs> fun rock and roll rock. record. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right. So, uh, what did you start out with? Uh,
2: I started with the title track because I remember it's a great song. I, it was a great song and a great. Video, you Great know, a video. fun video, you know?
1: Written by Robbie Neville by, and David crazy, Lee Roth. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's
1: got a gigantic sound.
0: Oh, yeah. Empty pockets never stop me from my sin blue street No! I don't think the devil's ever That's like a full time occupation. I've become a damn old man. Doesn't it, baby? Ain't no doubt you know the crash down, bust your soul.
1: I still love this song. It is.
0: Yeah, I
1: It's, it's I also
2: picked that song. So. It, yeah, you know, it's one of those songs yeah. that you know, it's got that that spring break feel yeah. that that part. You know, it, it could have been at home on any of the early Van Halen albums.
1: Diplomaniac?
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, vaccinated by a phonograph needle that one type summer of yeah. It's great. Yeah.
1: The um and now he's our new lead guitarist, Jason Becker. Who,
2: unfortunately, is diagnosed with, with Lou Gehrig's... Disease. Literally right after. Right
1: after. I mean, it's ridiculous. Which,
2: I, you know, it's funny. Dave is not one of those guys that's very, you know, but but you wonder, I mean, d- did it affect him the way Randy Rhodes sort of affected Ozzy Osbourne? It doesn't seem like he, it... It didn't, but I've got to He seems like very surface. Like, it just... He yeah, does, okay. and I don't think he... But I, I don't think he's that way, but he's not a guy that's ever been... His emotions you know, never aren't out it. there. We've never seen a behind the music on the guy. We've never no. heard from anyone that he's. I mean, he, he dated yeah. women, you know, not just women he slept with, but he did have relationships. But we don't know about you. Those don't know women. anything about them.
1: And his his book, his autobiography, is so such a crazy read. I, I well, because don't it's know written it, by Dave. Like it, what I yeah, want to hear. I don't And
2: I, I will say, I have to say though, again, my hats off to Van Halen Rising. They speak to people who grew up with Dave. That's good. And it's interesting, and you get you know you you get a little bit of an idea there. Mm.
1: The person that needs to write the book is Mike, because he was there for mm.
2: all of it. Boy, why isn't anyone... That, that's a book I want to read. Yeah. Did the you Michael read, Anthony. Did you read Sammy's book? I did not read Sammy's book, no.
1: I liked Sammy's book because um, he, didn't, he didn't paint himself in a great light either. And so whenever someone does mm-hmm. that, I really think they're being honest.
2: No, Sammy, I think, yeah. anytime he told a story... You know, again... The, the the Eddie and Dave breakup stories, there's so many holes in those mm. stories. Everything, sometimes Sammy talks about something. It's clear. It's concise. There's, a, there's yeah. a particular reason. They're, you know, either, I think in 1996, it was, you know, Ed Leffler, their manager. Yeah. They didn't like him. Sammy liked, Sammy was very, I mean, he said it, the story has a yeah. beginning, a middle, and an end. Yes. You get it. So I, I think that that's exactly right.
1: Uh, well, sticking with uh, sticking with, uh, a little ain't enough I love the I love this song called Hammerhead Shark
0: <laughs> It was a time of trouble And a time of great each laid with hoars And big at yeah, things yeah, the world was wicked And their hearts was cold Noah said to his missus Well, it's time to go Lord said to Noah For you throw that arm You better save me in face." For my Hammerhead Shark
1: i just like that's fun a, song such fun a song Dave's song what uh you have another one on i this?
2: do have another one yes uh, it's a song called shoot it
0: well, look at me got me in her sights is this a blessing in
1: I'm really digging these songs when we're well, listening this to these. This is a great
2: song, and it's funny, you know, because this was um, mid '91, nine, and about eight or nine months later, it's funny when I th- when I hear this song every time I think of this particular movie, but it could have been any soundtrack. You know, Wayne's World came out about eight months later. This song would have been right at home on that soundtrack. It was a perfect... This to me is why, you know, this is where Dave, it it was so not... Dave went from the coolest guy in the room, this was the guy that, I mean, there were all these legends, he had paternity insurance on tour so that if he got anyone pregnant, They go. I mean, all these things, to... Oh, God, a David Lee Roth song. Oh, you know, know, who would put that on a soundtrack? You know, it would would fit with any one of these things.
1: It's, uh, I know, he really...
2: It's amazing how things had turned. There was um, an interview, this is when he was doing the movie, and um, there was an interview with Steven Tyler somewhere, and mm -hmm. Steven Tyler said, Oh, Aerosmith was finally getting back on its feet. He said we can't believe it, David Lee Roth asked us to do a song for the soundtrack. And we said, oh, yes, your majesty, anything you, you know. And by 91, the tables had completely turned. Aerosmith was on an upswing. Yeah. And Dave was, was so yeah. not cool.
1: Because I always think, I do always think of Aerosmith and Van Halen are like our two big American they are, bands.
2: They are, absolutely.
1: And um, and both had their ups and downs. And But uh, I
2: think uh, a band is stronger than a personality. And if Dave yes. was still in Van Halen... It wouldn't have been, but but there's something about it. He just wasn't cool there. Yeah. And you hear, you know, you hear that. Like you said, the, these these songs were great. And yeah. Shooter could have fit on on any soundtrack that had that type of music on there.
1: And this one, this is another standout track on A Little Ain't Enough. And this is uh, Sen- Sensible, Sensible Shoes. Shoes. Yeah. I mean, it's I it. such it's a, a great, great song.
2: song.
0: I got a fast car, go cruising down the highway. A Corvette Stingray my way. Got a good job. I'm making lots of money. I look good and I'm funny. So why might want some money. The gypsies have problem with you. you. need some sensible shoes. So great. Well, this
2: again, to me, is this shows that Dave... His tastes are very broad. I mean, this is just a great blues song.
1: Yeah. And he does a great job. The vocal's great.
2: And there's a harmonica in the middle. That's fantastic, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: And, uh, and again, this, this album has 12 songs. This one clocks in. Then this is Dave's longest album at the point. This is 53 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then this, now the wheels have really, really, I mean, here's, what's funny. This is very telling. You and I, both picked only one song off this album, right. and, we, and we picked the same song. Right, because everything else in this album is terrible.
2: It's it's this is this was such. By the way, this the, is
1: when CDs still cost a lot of money.
2: Sorry, this was like eighteen bucks, and I remember
1: in, I bought it and I was like, "Are you?" Uh, this is. Uh, so it's
2: another one too. By the way, the cover is the horrible cover, terrible cover. Everything about it is just your awful. filthy
1: little mouth. No,
2: this is just, you, you've got to imagine. They gave Dave, you know, Warner Brothers. He's playing at the string. They gave him the B team. Who knows? Ugh. Nile, Ro- about Nile it. Rogers produces this. Oh, he did? Niall Rogers. Niall Rogers, he should be ashamed of himself. It's,
1: I know, because he did not take Dave in a direction that he took Madonna and Duran Duran and any, any power station. No. This is,
2: it's, it's almost, he took him he, in no direction. He dropped the ball. He really did.
1: I, Obviously Dave didn't didn't go in and say, uh, here's the keys, I want you to, let's do this. It seemed like Dave was still totally in control of this album, because it's
2: Oh, it's, it's just awful.
1: But here's the here's the only mm-hmm. song we picked. It's She's, She's My, my machine. machine. And it's not great, it's good, but it's
0: I don't know. About 3 a.m. And I'm dropping into my 57th Street. I don't know just where I've been And I'm coming to you from all points in between A little loving On my mind A little loving She's my machine
1: Yeah and he, At this point, he doesn't have no. a band. He's just working with no, studio musicians. It, it,
2: it's really... So this was, I remember, though... This is when you when you're sort of one songs. of those when you're a Dave apologist and I remember hearing this song and it's sort of like you know for me in some ways uh what what Van Halen was for music mm-hmm. the Rocky movies were like for me and I remember coming at a Rocky 5 <laughs> and being like no, it was good. No, I like, you know, yeah. talking myself into right. it, knowing deep down, it's not. oh, this was god awful. It yeah. sucked. And again, it was phoned in. Yeah. This was horrible. Four- and that's... 14 songs that's on this. this was, uh, that's what this was... That's what this was like, no, no, it's great. This is Dave, and uh, this is different Dave, different and he's changing. It. it was horrible. It's god so awful. Terrible. I don't yeah. even know,
1: was there even a tour for
2: this? I don't even... If there was, I'm sure it was very, very small venues. This was right around that, right after this, was when he did the the Vegas lounge lounge tour. Yes, door. yeah. And he did that Jay Leno appearance that was just oh. just And he an sings open. he
1: sings a song called with Travis Tritt on this that has that mm-hmm. that phony like hey Travis right. what are you doing here? Yeah. Oh Dave, mm-hmm. good to see I'm like, oh really? You guys didn't know you were recording today? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so this is um yeah, the we then you know, then I don't have anything from DLR band or David Lee or Diamond Dave it's funny.
2: Mm-hmm. I might be one of the few people who has Diamond Dave on CD. I,
1: I, I had it at one point. It just in DLR band. Everyone's like, "That's great," but I never gravitated no, to it. No, DLR band.
2: I remember people saying it's great. I, I agree. I just never gravitated it, it to was, it. It was not great. But this was also remember. I mean, this this was. There's the sliding doors of what mm-hmm. might have happened had the '96 reunion, yeah. you know, bore fruit and, and we actually got something out of it.
1: And uh, so Van Halen records two songs for the Best of Volume Mm -hmm. One. They record uh, "Me Wise Magic," Magic which is, which is, I I like the other song better than "Me Wise
2: Magic." Can't stuff this, get this stuff anymore. I I like that too. I mean, um, let's hear. Yeah,
1: I have that. Let's hear a little Mm -hmm. bit and then we'll talk. Can't get this stuff no more. No, I I always I read I don't know where I read it but I read that these songs took so long to record these oh, two right? songs I heard that like they I don't didn't, know that I heard
2: that I'd heard David put a he brought a palm tree in for atmosphere <laughs> and it was you know
1: and Glenn Ballard produced these Glenn two Ballard songs, these who, songs who, which know,
2: was a big deal this was right yes, after Jagged Little Pill yes, and this so was a, that huge. was a big deal to have Glenn Ballard but you know now it's funny because this, these songs don't really show up on any of the subsequent Grace Hits and no. things. So I hadn't heard long, this in and, a while. And
1: they're long songs, too. Like, Me Wise mm-hmm. Magic is six minutes. Van Halen doesn't do six minutes No, minute songs. that was bizarre. Not with
2: Dave. No, no, that's absolutely... Well... Who knows where, you know, some of these were clearly written for the Twister soundtrack, and then they use that, that, whatever that one right. they used with Sammy. That, yeah. um,
1: the Humans Being.
2: Humans Being, Which I yeah, think, that's right.
1: I think that song rocks.
2: It's a good song, but it was very funny that this was the song they decided to write about, a movie about tornadoes. <laughs> right. um, but uh, meanwhile, Magic, certainly the guitar solo it would have been more appropriate yeah, yeah. for that. But uh, it's interesting hearing that, because I hadn't heard it in a while. It is a little bittersweet now because you realize this is this is sort of the the final curtain call for that classic sound with those those Michael Anthony harmonies.
1: Yeah, because they duped. I mean, they duped the fans. They duped Dave. I think. I mean, they knew they were working with Gary at this point. That's right? what.
2: So that that's what it seems to be, and I think that's probably true. Although, who's to say I, if the VMA thing didn't happen? Yeah. It would have been very easy to say. I, the sense I get from reading anything from Gary Shorten is that he is a nice guy, yeah, a good guy, and would have said, I get it. You want to be with Dave? Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, he we heard said, you hey, as a music and we're fan, bringing in. As yeah, a music exactly. fan, I want
1: you to be That's with right, Dave is what exactly. he would have said.
2: No. And he had a band. Like, it's not, it, yeah. he, he would have been fine. I think the VMA thing turned everybody off for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. You know, and it, it was, it was a bummer.
1: So then we go the whole, we jump the whole way to 2012. Now, this is where it's hard to be a Van Halen fan because we, we it was from 1998 is there, is Van Halen mm-hmm. 3. And then in there we get, we get a Sammy best of with a couple. That's right. We got a couple of those, with a, oh, lackluster God, and, and songs. Up
2: for Breakfast. Oh my up God. Up for God, Breakfast. a this. bad song?
1: I don't mind the, the the first single. What was that called? Uh, it's about time. I didn't, it's About that Time That had was something, okay. but then no, no, the other one no, that was
2: okay. But but Jesus, up for breakfast. That up for breakfast is, is maybe Christ. some of the the. You know, we could go to a preschool. Put your and write b- better lyrics. bananas in She's my the cream and my, my coffee. cherries and my. Yeah, oh my no. god! Oh my god! It's bad.
1: And then there's a, then there's a ballad on there that gets lost. <laughs> it's That's
2: right. For, yes, exactly. Because it's not memorable. That's right. Yeah.
1: So and so. So now it takes... it takes. Uh, it and takes,
2: by the way, I saw... I don't know if you saw that Sammy tour. I did. But you could see Eddie, Eddie was just was a, a mess. mess.
1: I saw it twice. I saw it in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts, and I saw it out here.
2: Sammy, by the way, too, spent a lot of time just signing... People had, People had albums stuff. that they... Yeah. And it was... Just, so it was clearly... It was just it was, a mess. It was not. It was a it was. I a think mess. Sammy was like, I know I this I saw is it am- twice, too. I saw it in Vegas, which actually was not bad. And then I saw it in L.A. Yeah. And you saw how bad it could be. Oh, and it Eddie, was Eddie with the
1: boot, with the toe out and the the samurai pig oh, ponytail. Oh, it was just awful. Wow, he was in bad shape. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, yeah, let me run through this and then you can, I'll, I'll let you yeah. do this too. So, I saw Van Halen on, I saw Fair Warning and I saw 1984. Then I saw Dave Eat 'em and Smile and I saw 5150. And then I saw Dave on um, Skyscraper. No, Little Ain't Enough. Oh, right, Little Ain't Enough. And then. I didn't see what was next. I did see the Gary Sharon tour.
2: You know what it sounded like it was a great tour. I've seen well, some of those YouTube videos. It was the first time he played deep cuts from the, from the Dave era. The
1: thing about having Gary there is he could sing he both could sing. eras. Yes,
2: exactly. They just couldn't. They just didn't good.
1: produce good original music with Gary. No, and I don't, and I don't know whose fault that is. Eddie's. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw the Sammy reunion, I saw the Sam and Dave tour, saw the Sammy reunion tour twice, and I saw the first reunion tour with Dave. Wow. And then, so, but that's, but now what, what, what's your, Let when me see. you seen? So
2: I first, I saw Dave on the Skyscraper mm-hmm. tour. Then I saw the um, For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge tour. That was okay. my first Van Halen tour. I love that album. Great album. That's, great album.
1: That's the high water mark for the Sammy era. I think opinion, you're absolutely right. I think that's the best. No,
2: I, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. There there are some great, I, I completely agree. I mean,
1: right now goes above and beyond anything they, they ever did as far as, you know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't sound like something from 1984,
2: but it's No, no, wow, no, no, but it is a great. It's mature. That's one where Eddie, the writing Eddie did on that song. Yeah is absolutely fantastic yeah but there's no 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 That that is, that is a great song it was a great tour uh, yeah top of, then,
1: top of the world top of the world run around
2: run around was a great um, judgment day oh everything about pound cake in and out spank I mean, line yeah you know, I mean it, 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 you know all, all great songs Solid. they played a lot of them on that tour and, and that, they all sounded good Ted,
1: that's when Ted came back and produced he produced co-produces that with Andy Johns
2: oh is that right yes well that makes sense yeah that I, I actually didn't know that. That's okay. really interesting. So you saw that tour. So I and, saw, then, I saw, and then I saw the balance tour. And again, okay. you could see there was a difference between for unlawful carnal knowledge, these guys love playing together. Balance was like it started a knot. You yeah. could see it was it was all right, this is they're doing what they gotta do. Yeah. Um and then let me see. Then I saw Dave and Sammy. Mm-hmm. Then I saw the following year Dave played the Universal Amphitheater solo.
1: I did not see that, and it
2: went from the last year where you couldn't get one ticket to the the, the next year. My buddies at CA were able to get me like you know a, a front row. I was, mean, it was nobody was there. There
1: was something about seeing Sam and Dave together, and you knew Mike was going to be there too, and you felt. No, that in.
2: was an event. This yeah, this was giving, just sad. That was it them. Was, it was, that was everyone giving it was the finger a real regression. The no, that's exactly yeah. right. It was a real regression. And then I saw the Van Halen reunion tour. And then I saw the tour for, um, well, I saw them before the album came mm. out. They did a little pre-release thing at the Henson Studios. Oh, nice. Which was phenomenal. I bet. You saw basically a whole concert in this intimate little little stage, which is great. Wow. And then I saw them for a different kind of truth uh, when they played Staples. And then I saw this last tour at the Hollywood Bowl. I saw the last show on that tour. Which was the Hollywood Bowl. And I do wonder if this is the last time I saw them with Dave. There are rumors. That's it. Irving Azov is telling people that Sammy and and, and Eddie are, are are back together and at some point you're gonna see them play.
1: Well now, not do
2: anything new, I, but they're gonna play and I think Wolf I think Wolf also wants to play those songs too.
1: But that I'm surprised that, that Sammy will
2: do it without Mike. I think Mike is sort of somebody who says, you know what, go, go out go, ahead, go do out it. and have fun. You know, we'll do chicken foot when we get back and we'll do our thing. But why should him not liking me mm. stop you from going out and playing these songs? Now
1: here's what, when Sammy was on um was on this show last uh two Jan what is it? Two Jan was it this was it this January? It was this past January. This past January mm-hmm. the year might be going slower than I thought. <laughs> um he called them the Asshole Brothers. Really? <laughs> yes. That's recorded. You can hear it. Yeah. And he also said, he goes, if I only have 100 shows left in me, I don't want to do those all in one year. Yeah. Which was saying, Mm -hmm. I just want to take it easy. Yeah. So that'll be interesting.
2: Well, you know, it's not necessarily- He probably wants
1: to get his albums remastered and put back out on the market, too, because they've never touched those Sammy albums.
2: No, they haven't. And they're not, other than, like like we said, for Unlawful carnal, I think what you could do is remaster- Twelve tracks and yeah. make make one like the Sammy Years album. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't need to hear, you know, some of those other songs that yeah. you Certainly almost anything on balance. Um yeah. but uh it's interesting. It's not oh. a tour I necessarily want to see. Sammy is not like you said, he wants to take it easy. Yeah. He doesn't I mean Dave 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 lives for this. You can yeah. see this. He keeps himself in shape. He um I mean, he's he said he smokes to keep his voice, and a you know he smokes a certain <laughs> amount a day. He drinks about. <laughs> Sounds amount, you know, ridiculous. It's but, but but I mean, I do think he's a guy that 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 he has nothing else. He has no family. I mean, Sammy yeah, and, just and loves hanging out in Hawaii. Yeah, and,
1: drinking. and curr- yeah, Sammy currently for me bring, and I love Sammy, but he brings that he brings that um, that Jimmy Buffett vibe that I don't really. He care absolutely for. does. I don't really yeah, care for that?
2: No, the the rock and roll when when I saw them. It was, you know, October something, 1991, this front lawful car That yeah. was, he was a rock star then. I mean, I yeah, remember. Yes. Oh my God. He looked fantastic. Did, and, and on the, the live album they released then, they, they, um, they did, uh, there's only one way to rock and man, that's Eddie just took it up a whole other notch. Damn. I mean, it was, that was a great tour. Yeah. And then you're right. I mean, the minute the tequila started, it was, he got
1: out, uh, Sammy got out of shape.
2: Sammy got out of shape. He and really it was did. About to, you know, and, and I guess, who can blame him? You got all that tequila money. Yeah. It's, it's great. Hang out in Hawaii. Yeah.
1: 80, 80 million bucks of tequila yeah, money. Yeah, you know. So 2012, we get this different kind of truth. You know, I was I skeptical. Not, not, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. That's is this right. going to even be good? And so, so pleasantly surprised with this album.
2: Oh, man, it was it's,
1: great. I don't think there's a bad track on the album. There is
2: not a bad track on the album. And I mean, the more
1: you listen to it, the better it gets.
2: That's exactly right. No, it... it
1: because the first time I listen, I'm like, that's pretty good. No, and then he, the second time, better. And it just got better no, and to, better and better. For
2: me, it's almost like a, um, a cousin to Fair Warning.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's you know, it's... It, I, I would rank this ahead of some of the... Of, I would rank it ahead of Diver Down. I would rank it ahead what of... Women and Children First, yeah, maybe even. Yes. Yeah. So I have, uh, I have a couple songs from this. Mm-hmm. I have uh, Let's Hear Chinatown.
0: we I
1: wonder what the recording process was like for this. Were they in the studio together? Did Dave record separately? From
2: what I heard, no. It was it would, They'd just go back and forth. That's sad. Which is, it is, but, you know, they got the job done, but I agree. You, you want to. Uh...
1: Yeah, I just don't feel like they were, they, for even, I don't know, they're just not, they're not a team anymore.
2: No, they're not. But somehow they pulled this thing together. Somehow they did pull this crazy. thing together. Yeah.
1: There's, there won't be another Dave album. Wheeler.
2: I don't know. You know, it's interesting. You, I wouldn't have thought that before. And then they did They did this. By the way, there may not be another good Dave album. Right. So maybe we should quit while we're ahead. Not true. I mean, we're, you know.
1: Let's hear one more. Uh, I, I love this song so much. I love Blood and Fire.
2: Oh, God. I mean, yeah. I. Mean. can always tell the
0: winner's saints and the sinner's death.
2: So good. It's funny, everything that, you know, I played in a simple rhyme earlier, everything I loved about that song is right I love this song for the same yeah. reasons, you know. I mean, there there are, you know, if you play a few seconds of outer space, I mean that's that's got a lot of light up the sky yeah, yeah, in yeah. there. Yeah. You know,
1: and um, again, because these were all songs that they purged from their writing archives.
2: But I I mean it's amazing. And then, you know, Stay Frosty to me is like a sequel to Ice Cream Man. But but it even in some ways, when, when those guitars kick in on there, it just, gets, it just gets even better. And just the whole, you know, the, the message of the mm-hmm. song, you know, it's just, it, it's great. It's philosophical, it's good, you know.
1: The song I love on, on on this album is, is it's such a non-song, but it's such a jam, is Honey, Honey Baby, Baby Sweetie, Sweetie Doll.
2: Yeah, I knew you were going to say it, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: When I first heard that, I'm like, what the hell is I know. this?
2: No, 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 it's, it's fantastic.
1: Well, look, if this is the last Dave album ever, they went out on a high, definitely...
2: They didn't. I got to say the yeah. tour was great. You know, again, if it was, if I saw the Last Dave tour, mm. um, it was it was the Hollywood Bowl. You know, great sort of historic place. It takes it all the way back. I'm I'm at peace with if 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 this is it. That's that. It's all good.
1: Now, do you do you have a Van Halen album autographed?
2: I do not have a Van Halen album. Sounds album like you could have at that Henson thing. No, the Henson thing that that was like a show, you know. They they came on, they played. There were still two hundred people there uh-huh. or whatever, and and um, they just you know it, you wouldn't have made one. Kimmel, I had one sort of ready, but they were rehearsing, and it, it, it's hard. It's hard to get a get a moment with
1: them. Yeah, I have uh, I have Mike and Mike and Sammy when uh, yeah. when they were doing Chicken foot. right? But um, yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have the other guys. Yeah, that would be great.
2: It would be great. They
1: live right up the hill here. Is that right? I think they live right up. Uh, is that up? They're the from Studio City. This is where 5150 is right up this hill.
2: Wow, that's crazy. I know. We're, we're it's close. Amazing. We're I in know. Van Halen territory. Here we are. I know. Rob, this was great. Oh, man. I are hope, you kidding? I hope
1: you had fun. Oh, this is uh, the highlight
2: was... of, 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 of my summer,
1: honestly. <laughs> when was the last time you listened to the music in headphones? Like this, like with big
2: cans on your head. I know. I gotta it think. really sounds great. It sounds fantastic.
1: That's one of the best things about doing the show is we get to hear this You hear music. it the way it's meant yes. to be heard. Well, this um, is
2: what you used to do. You sat in your room with your record player yes. and your big headphones and just listened to it.
1: I got to be honest. I played my music so loud as I'm a, when I was mm-hmm. a kid. I, I can't believe that my parents didn't weren't yelling at me all the time. Oh, I was yelling at it.
2: My mother screamed at me, but... You know, it, 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 I didn't care.
3: <laughs> they were yelling at you, you. just couldn't hear I couldn't them. hear them. Yeah, that's how right. you couldn't hear anything. You can't hear them now. That's what I love. Shot. I mean,
2: my favorite thing that final shot in Dazed and Confused when he gets back at the end of the, yeah. the party, puts the headphones on and just puts fog Foghead on. It's just great. It's,
1: it's, well, let me ask you this Where, Give out your Twitter handle. You want people to follow you on Twitter? Sure, you have, you have, you have, you have thousands. Me on Twitter. How do you have all these followers?
2: Uh. You know, you can tie it back to mostly The Bachelor. Okay. Rabbit following. But then through other things like this, like, you, like little bits and pieces of stuff.
1: You have like 20, 22,000 followers. Yes,
2: 22,000 followers. Yeah, it's and great. So, and, so, um, and they're all great. Twitter is a great place to... It's a great network. You can meet people that, you know, you never would have met before. It's just, the it's, it's so great.
1: And you are, tell us, you're at.
2: I am at, it's funny, Millsy, M-I-L-L-S-Y, 11374. And
1: why? Why is that?
2: Why? Well, Millsy was, uh, you know, nickname. a nickname. Sure. And then my birthday is January 13th, 1974. And I I, I had gotten on Twitter when people are like, just as a goof, just yeah. to see what it was. So it was like I, I sort of made up. If if I knew I was going to be active or have followers, have I absolutely would have done something that was much easier to follow. Yeah,
1: yeah. Give it one more time. At Mills, the Millsy M I L L S
2: Y one one three seven four.
1: Well, people can send you uh, birthday greetings now. They, they know can when your send birthday, birthday is. greetings.
2: There's a few people who have figured it out, but they think it's November third too. Sometimes <laughs> they think it's eleven three seventy four. So,
1: what show is coming up that you just worked on that you're excited about? Oh God!
2: Is they're all you know what? They're, they're all really good. We're in the middle. We're in the end of Bachelor in Paradise, which is just really fun and and funny and and very smart. If if uh, if anyone watches that, uh, but we're you know we we I do all unscripted, so it's really the the fall launch is about to start, mm-hmm. so it's all scripted stuff. But I mean, I just say too, I wish more people watched it. But man, greatest hits. You know, you, you get no well, job like this yeah. to do to do shows like that. How
1: great! What is it to watch those rehearsals all day? It long? was amazing.
2: I mean, I it tell people ridiculous. that to sit in a room and there's five people in Rick Springfield, yeah, or Bonnie Raitt, or I mean, this is this is this is the whole reason. It's it's sort yeah. of you know I'm ready to for whatever to happen. You know, if I'm get, you know fired or whatever, it's like it's all good.
1: Now, look, the first week we had good ratings. We did. Then the second week was, I think there was a mass shooting.
2: Yes. There was always something bad that happened. And then the next two weeks were the conventions. Yes, exactly.
1: And then then I think the ratings were good. And then it popped back up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no. And that live show was, that man, like clockwork.
2: Yeah, it it was great. It it was fantastic. So,
1: look, guys, uh, if. Is that on demand? Can we find if you if I think TV, you can. I think, I think you there. can
2: find it. And even on abc.com. You go can, watch greatest hits. Go if, watch greatest hits, man. Is it a blast? If
1: you like live music, mm-hmm. the hits played live, and all these bands played live, and
2: rediscovering these songs that you loved. I mean, I, I, will, yeah. you know, I, 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 I actually didn't appreciate when it was a hit back then. Don't mean nothing by Richard Marx. Oh, And I know. then you hear it, and it's like, my god. This is it's it's the greatest Eagles song that they never they did. Never, they, they never did. I mean, did. you know, uh, Fry could have absolutely killed those vocals. I had
1: people that would email me and say, uh, "I like the show, but I, I don't like that there's all this lip syncing." And I was like, "Yeah, there's none. No, that's there's, right. If you think mm-hmm. they sound amazing or too perfect, that's because they do.
2: No, these are these were m- musicians. Yeah. that's exactly right. They nailed
1: it every. I mean, well, and Vogue, mm-hmm. they nailed that song." I must have seen them sing it 12 times. They, they nailed it, it every single time. Every
2: time, yeah.
1: So, uh, Boy, so it, it was fun. Yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. It was like having your own personal concert every That's single right. day. Man.
2: Are you married? I am married. Kids? Two kids. How old are your kids? My son uh, will be eight in about three weeks. My daughter turned five about uh, two weeks ago.
3: Congratulations.
2: It's great. My son, by the way... Um, uh, he's he's been he's been taking piano for about three years now. Starting to play uh, Cats in the Cradle by Harry Chapin. Oh, that's a good. I song love that. For, yeah, that's it, a
1: good song for the old man to feel bad about that's himself. That's exactly <laughs> right. You know what? It, it's
2: it's perfect. He has no idea what it means. He has no but, idea what uh, it means. You know, it's like these are you know they're the keepers of the now, flame. You know, wait
1: till he's at the school uh, the school talent show and he plays that and he goes, yes. "I'm dedicating this to my dad." Yeah, and people that's are going, right. Oh, exactly. I know his dad's and no good.
2: That's right. Yeah, uh, I won't be there though.
1: Well, real quick, we're at Rock Solid Show. Kyle is at Kyle Dotson Funny. I'm yeah. at Pat underscore Francis. Uh, Rob, so nice to have you here. I thank love you when, for we get, me guys. Uh, when we get when uh, we get someone who's passionate about a, an artist. That's what draws me to having mm-hmm. a, a guest co-host on the show. So thanks well, for thank being you. here. It was my privilege. And we're gonna play out with something, Rob. You know this. Mm-hmm. David Lee Roth fans know this. I've played it many times for fun because it cracks me up it's a little bit of Yankee rose in spanish, spanish. let's hear it Kyle thank you Kyle Yan-
0: Yankee rose bueno déjame no más subir a la sera para echarle un ojo uy
3: uy yeah, <laughs> <Thank you.
0: laughs> me refiero a la Yankee rose
1: when he does it uy. Yeah.
0: una rosa silvestre salvaje, salvaje.